Wake up gamers, cause you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, what is uh, two times zero? One, why? KZ Excellent. I like doing kickflips. And Mr. Feel. Have you heard of hologram theory? <laughs> Here on Gigaboots. Bark, bark. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Big Think Dimension, where we like to think big and unfortunately recall playing Bubsy 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Congratulations. That's, that's what I said when people were like, no, that was last Friday. And I'm like, what do you mean? It has been three weeks, I swear to you. <laughs> you yeah, can't that was escape really great. it. That was great. Bob's like, you're going to have to talk about it. And you're like, no, we aren't. <laughs> that was <laughs> weeks ago. He had to be convinced that was Friday. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's harmful. My brain is doing the best it can to separate me from the events of Bubsy 3D. Everyone who has followed this channel long enough knows me and Bob are very straightforward people. We are painfully honest. We say the things people maybe don't want to hear about games. Yeah. Bubsy 3D is terrible and somehow better than one. <laughs> <laughs> I had no yeah, idea. I that doesn't I, make sense. Right? I never considered like how bad the Sonic but the camera doesn't <laughs> let you see far enough ahead but you also die in one hit could make a game. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing because when you try to visualize it in 3D space, right? Bubsy can see about as far as a cubicle in an office. <laughs> That's about as far as you can see. And that's unless, when you're holding the R button. Yeah, I was going to say, you can hold the R button to move the camera ever so slightly forward. And it's like, yeah, this should be the default. How did you realize that you needed to do this? But then went, ah, don't do it automatically. That's difficult. Make them hit a shoulder button. Uh, yeah, so last, last Friday, uh -huh. we played Bubsy 3D and then Bubsy 1. And then because, because halfway through Bubsy 1, I was very clearly full of Bubsy. I made the stream goal for Bubsy 2 literally impossible. <laughs> That's not true. It was possible, but I think it scared everyone away like a scarecrow. So that was, that was the goal. That was what was important. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. How do we recap this? For anyone who's unaware, Bubsy 3D is made by the same studio behind the entire Siphon Filter series and Days Gone. The big breakout hit. <laughs> You play a lot right. of Bubsy 3D and you go, what, what, is, what are they doing here? What are these decisions? Why would doing this do a thing? And then you go play Bubsy 1 and you realize, because they were slavishly faithful to this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising how many weird little things transfer over. Where it's like, you ran really fast into a wall. We now play an elaborate animation. You're stuck there watching it for seconds. Yeah. I'm like, guys... <laughs> Why would you ever do this? You you run into a fucking wall and Dio appears and traps you in the frozen time. <laughs> you, you slightly run off a ledge. He plays an animation where he instantly dies. Oh, no. Th we need to clarify. Okay. You slightly run off a ledge where water is anywhere below you on the y-axis mm. and you will instantly die. You could have recovered. What? There's a glide function. There's all these other things, but no. You will die. And we thought, this is insane. Why would you put this in a 3D game? Because it was in the 2D one. It, it, oh. it, it's, like, it's like Doom, where enemies have an infinitely tall hitbox. Water has an infinitely tall kill box. 
was... And it's like, that's the thing. If it was what Theo was saying, that would almost be like consistent, make sense, sort of. Like, you know, some games, some insane video games, if you go below what they think is a normal platform area, uh-huh. like even slightly, they'll be like, play the kill animation, he's dead. This, it literally was, you can jump and go that low and it's fine. But if you walk directly off of any flat plane, no matter how high up, and it's over water, you're dead. You're dead right fucking now. Frame one. And it's so jarring every time. But the reason we went back to play this is we thought we should compare it to Siphon Filter. Yeah, because we played Siphon Filter 1 and we were like, oh, this is not how this was supposed to go. <laughs> no. Yeah, this uh, was not good. No, it was not good. <laughs> um, I did not enjoy that at all. It, it's a really dumpy feeling game. I feel like if it felt really great... Mm. Um, and it had a story that wasn't bollocks, as they say. Uh, I might have been able to enjoy it, but unfortunately, no. And it has a lot of really cheap deaths, and so does Bubsy 3D. They are completely the same in so many ways. It's it's weird. Yeah, they are incredibly similar. I think the main difference is Siphon Filter looks finished. <laughs> Because the worlds you explore in Bubsy 3D are bizarre abstract geometry. Yeah, they're they're abstract art. Yeah. It's nearly a postmodern video game that, until like, they did Bubsy visits the James Terrell Museum, and then it literally was a postmodern video game. Like the second boss you fight, the mammoths. Yeah. Is animated so strangely you never see it in anything else it's literally a 3d model but just has like five frames for movement yeah yeah. here's the thing okay a lot of people don't understand this because 3d games did not spend long in this moment in this era in this level of technology so you need to stress your brain to imagine what i'm telling you modern games and most games once we went 3d have interpolated animations meaning you would keyframe an animation and it wouldn't need to be 30 frames per second. It could be like, well, at frame one, it's here. And frame five, his arm's over here. And he would interpolate the in-between spots for the arm. Bubsy 3D for this mammoth and multiple enemies and Bubsy himself keyframe animates at like five frames a second everything. And for the mammoth that did it for spinning. And it's like, okay, that's fine. What's wrong with that? He didn't spin on a central axis of himself. The mammoth was spun by the edge of his hitbox. <laughs> it was the jankiest thing I've seen in a game in a really long time. It is incredible. Just to be clear, Quake 2 doesn't do that. Quake 2 interpolates. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is the roughest looking 3D game you might ever see. Yes. <laughs> Bubsy 3D is definitely that. Came out after Mario 64 and Crash Bandicoot. God. Imagine. So, so we played Bubsy 3D and then we played Bubsy 1. And I think I dislike Bubsy 1 more. Um, yeah, I think some of the, uh, the lengths of that can be chalked up to you. Tr- attempting one level over and over again. Refusing to play it. On what might have been an easier path. See, here's the thing, though. Okay. Let me describe the core, hugest problem with Bubsy 1. Yeah. Because before, I think it's Claw's Encounter of the... I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, the dumbest pun ever goes here. There are 16 levels in Bubsy 1. They do triplets of stages per theme. You only get a password after beating a triplet of stages. So my thought was, 
when we get to level 15 and we beat it, we'll get a password for the last level. They don't give it to you. <laughs> the last three stages leading up to that are already their own insane. Uh, the level's this giant fucking box. If you miss one jump, you have to rerun the entire level because it's all taking place stories off the ground in the uh, in the upper branches of trees. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've you already gone through this enormous level that's just... Whew. The last level is even more horse crap. Unbelievable levels of horse crap piled on top of everything else. And I was like, if you had given me a password, this might have been excusable. But that game gives you nine lives because, lol, you're a cat. And it still just mulches you. It throws you into a wheat thrasher. It just murders the hell out of you. Yeah, I mean, it's balanced for how you having nine lives. Right. It's insane. Uh, and the ending is just such an insane level unto itself that after enough tries, I went... Okay, uh, you know, I'm good. We're 13 hours, 13 and a half hours into the stream. Just give me the password for the last level because that's right. They have passwords for all of them. They just don't give them to you. They're secret death passwords. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They're like passwords just like any other. They just didn't give them to you like they do for every three. Because yeah. I guess at some point, some executive went, well, they might be able to rent this and beat it in one go. Don't give them those passwords. That'd be too easy. I, I think by uh, I think by Mega Man Maker and uh, <laughs> Mario Maker rules that that means you can quit because they put in a dev exit. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was a bad time. Mm -hmm. That was a really bad time. That game is miserable. So so we had to we had to wash that out of our mouths. We were like that wasn't great. So we we started Catter Days on Gigaboots. What? And uh, because Namco assured me this was the case, our first catter day was Klonoa 1. Because Klonoa apparently is a cat. What? I know, right? I always signed off on Klonoa's a cabot, right? Just like Tenchi Muyo. Uh-huh. Half cat, oh. half rabbit. Got those no. rabbit ears. Yeah. No, apparently just a cat with a really, really long ears. <laughs> Enormously right. long. I don't know. But sure. That's, that's what we went over. That was that was a fantastic palate cleanser after siphon filter and then Bubsy 3D and then Bubsy one. Yeah, Klonoa's a cool little dude. He is. He goes wahoo. It's really great. Yeah, he gets strangled out. <laughs> Bob, I assure you, he's happy and healthy, and oh. the Who is supposed to sound like that. And then we found out that apparently it's voiced by Shippo from Japan. Yes, and it was like, yeah, that's him. Okay, or Sh her. Shippo's VA in Japan for mm -hmm. Inuyasha. For people who don't know what Shippo is from. Yes. <laughs> who, who would not know who Shippo is? Everybody loves yeah. Shippo. It just be, sounds like... to be honest, you should know. As a person, you should know. Shippo sounds like a fake animated cartoon it from the does. 20s. It does sound like something else that could be a scrunko video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, you know, Shippo is pretty scrunko. He is. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, Klonoa was good. Uh, that collection, the Reverie series collection, uh -huh. actually seems all right. The audio quality, though, on the voice acting, because here's what happened, apparently. They do the Wii Remaster. This is a port of the Wii Remaster, but it has the PS1 original audio, and it sounds bad. It's like, you'll hear like the sounds of playing as Klonoa, and it'll be crisp and nice. And then you'll hear the PS1 sounds, which just... And it's like, what do you... I understand it's a fake language. I would still like it to sound like you're not in a shoebox. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
it's shoebox in a tin can. Yeah, it's it's mm. dire. Uh Apparently, the reason this is, is when they went to do the Wii one, they re-recorded the thing in English? Mm-hmm. So, now I need to play the Wii one. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed we didn't get both audio tracks. I think that that's yeah. reasonable. Like I, That would have been nice. Like, this is a special remaster that's mainly using the Wii stuff. Yeah. It seems I mean, weird it, not to give, give us. But apparently why is the subtitled scripts differ between the PS1 game and the Wii one. That's apparently why. Mm-hmm. But still, it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Been I feel nice. like you could figure that out. No. Like have different modes. I'm sorry. You do absolutely, the work. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Clinical one's really good. I really enjoyed that game. Lots of joy. I, 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 you know, it came along so late in the PS1. No one's really doing two and a half D platformers anymore. Right. Like crash is the closest thing to that when it decides to do that. But most of the time it's not really doing that. Um, I love Klonoa too, though. You know, so I'm very excited for Klonoa too. I would love this playthrough the original release of, uh, one, Klonoa one. Cause yeah. I, I feel like the PS1 aesthetics in some places might be stronger. Yeah, I could definitely see that. There's a lot of, this is a Wii this is Wii technology era assets. Yes. Where it's, we're programming shaders. This looks right, right? Oh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of lighting things and things like that. And that's when I point in and go, you know what would make this look good? We're right, right, right. <laughs> um, Because that's the meme. I'm just going to keep running into the ground because it's funny. Because, hey, we oh. look forward to the next time we get this collection on the PS6 when it's all ray traced and they're still charging the same price. Come on, man. That is absolutely going to be a thing every company gets into once once ray tracing real time 60 frames per second is viable. Once that's viable, they're going to be like, we patched it ray traced lighting into this old game. Pay way too much money for it. it the lighting looks terrible in a lot of these scenes. <laughs> right. <laughs> It strikes someone blind. Yes. It's an HDR. <laughs> yeah, because that's once their TVs get insane levels of brightness. Yeah, of course. We're gonna we're gonna use the QD OLED technology, make it even brighter over the next f- four years. Uh-huh. And then it's somebody somebody in the whatever game they remaster is gonna point a flashlight at you and you will die. And that's what you want. <laughs> so buy it for $40. Uh but yeah, no, um Klonoa 2 is really cool. I really enjoyed the tone of the story of Klonoa a lot. I don't want to detail the first one. Right. But, and I can't because, for the second, because Bob, we haven't played it yet. We're going to be playing Klonoa 2 tomorrow. Uh, Lunatia's Veil. Uh, but I also really like the tone of the story and ending of Klonoa 2. Uh, that's really exciting, and I'm so glad they brought these games back because these are things I didn't even dare to wish for <laughs> yeah i hope this does well i feel like it's been doing all right right like this i see it posted online a lot i hear it's doing well on steam so i'm hopeful that we will see bob i saw a picture on the internet uh that said it sold the most of any ps5 game ever it said nine 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 sales yeah, it had a Klonoa sweep he did the he did he the did jeb the bush yeah i looked it, up the won. facts i checked the numbers <laughs> it's the best selling game on ps5 ever <gasps> But no, seriously, it did rank uh, for, sa- for digital sales. So yeah, yeah, it's in, I yeah, wish it, we it were hit past first the- on Steam a couple times. Yes, yeah, which I think is it was great. like UK. It was like number five or something mm-hmm. on charts. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, at the very least, it's 
it's doing good. Right. I wish uh, we were past all, needing this sort of test, but yeah, <laughs> all it all depends on what Bamco's insane expectations are. That's always the fucking worry with something like this, where it's like, no, we expected two million. And like, <sighs> what do you fucking mean? Every fucking old IP, you walk up to it and the publisher just pulls a sword of Sparta from Devil May Cry 1. <laughs> Where you just have to take the sword to the t chest, or you're not going to get a sequel. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to say that was one of the earliest, unbelievably coolest shit moments in a video game ever. Oh, you're talking about the Alistair when <laughs> the he walks Alistair. up to, when he walks yes. up to it yeah. and he's just like, I'm going to test you. And it just goes sunk through your chest. <laughs> yep. That's what every publisher's doing. They're doing the, the Alistair chat test. Yeah, so Kaldoa, we have to see if he can rise himself up. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's you, the consumer. Oh. You have to raise yeah. yourself up through this giant hilt. <laughs> at, yeah, at every least... sale moves them a little. Yep. At least this test is like we're making things something that's been trapped on the PS2 for like 20 years available and not buy right. Devil May Cry 4 again. Right. That's that's <laughs> why it's a lot more reasonable. Also, I think there's a level of ambition that's almost acceptable too. We got this 3D PS2 game working again. Uh-huh. That's a lot more ambitious than we got a Game Boy Advance game working again. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe you could just make a new like I I want that Battle Network collection. I I don't think I actually got to talk about that on Big thing that I was really interested in that. We mostly just covered it as news. Right. But I'm excited for that. But still, we shouldn't need all these tests. Right. I, I just look at that some one, That one we've doesn't seen. even feel like a test. That feels like we don't fucking know how to make one of these now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, how, I, how do you scale that up into being like a modern game? That I seems think crazy. Yeah. I honestly think you just do it as a downloadable game. You know, you aim for a Hades to your budget. Like something that's big, <sighs> but only within that, that segment. I... I I feel like uh, for some reason, publishers feel wary of making like, no, we can just make our portable scale games downloadable and charge $30. Like nobody seemed to have made that leap yet internally. Like, yeah, like I can't in their think mind. of any, but the market segments definitely proven. The problem is that the publishers don't seem aware or understand the value of making a thing like that. Yeah. I feel like that we see that sometimes where it's like, okay, this game's made for the switch, but mm -hmm. we'll put it on other stuff. I mean, and that we, scales like the same sort of budget range. We see, I think Mega Man 11 was 40 without the Amiibo, right? I think it was not quite 60. I believe it was lower yeah, than I that. Yeah, I think it was lower than 60. Yeah, yeah Mega, Man, Mega Man 11 was definitely not 60. Yeah, it's, it's the closest I think we've come to someone just looking at it and go, well, you know, I don't need to have the $60 game out of this IP. But yeah, I, I would appreciate a new Klonoa immensely. And I think the market's there, absolutely. I think, I think we yeah. don't need to test this. We had enough 3D platformers and things come back and be like, oh, hey, did you know people like moving and jumping and having fun in 3D? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like we've had, we've had this test done for ma so many of these uh, PS1 era platformers. Yeah. We don't need another know. test. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really need to know why, why you need to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. like the, the the market's been tested like sufficiently it's not like they hate every 3d platformer ever made except for crash bandicoot um <laughs> you know what one, one more test i will take uh-huh ridge racer well yeah give I me mean... any of those just just make, <laughs> make the other older ones higher res 
what if instead of that, uh-huh. I put something, I, I, I was a little sneaky, and I put something on the Italian PlayStation blog for 10 minutes. <sighs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you, you can't get away. And then I just delete it and I go, <laughs> they noticed. <laughs> What if I did that? And the the pickaxes hit the wall. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, rock comes in through the window, and I'm like, oh, they noticed. Let's go. They're just trolling at the Italian embassy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not getting out of the country now, am I? <laughs> this is where I die. Um, yeah, but I had a, I had a great time with Klonoa. Really joyous game. I. Uh, Renting the PS2 one back in the day really just was a moment because it felt like everyone had moved so past that, you know, doing fully 3D adventures. You know, Jack Jack and Dexter was the successor to Crash at that point in time, and you just yeah. see it's fully 3D, and it's a seamless adventure and big zones. And so it was really good to see something have really beautiful art and a lot of polish, but have a more limited scope by being 2D platformer with 3D graphics. Or two and a half D, as they say. And we should keep saying. And I don't know why you wouldn't say that. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, that was great. I'm looking forward to playing two tomorrow. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> What's up, Dan? I'm trying to decide which game to go to next because I have this button <laughs> over here. So I, you know, I'm trying to prevent myself from rushing to when I get to hit this button. Bob, I got to play Exoprimal. Summoning Raptors. Um, have, did you get to see any of Exoprimal while it was going? I only saw the smallest of clips, so basically no. Okay. Uh, Exoprimal, for the people who've forgotten, isn't Dino Crisis. Okay. And if you don't know what that means, <laughs> then it was the game shown off earlier this year where uh, they summon Raptors and you have to shoot them as two teams of five. There was some sort of crisis, right? Uh, no, 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 no dinos, but there was there was some sort of crisis, <laughs> but they didn't call it that. And that's what's important. <laughs> Actually, they may have. I don't quite remember all the words they said during the Capcom thing. But uh, yeah, so you get to have in the beta, they had four different exosuits you could switch between. Because the thing about exoprimals, you don't select a class and go in. You are you, uh-huh. which everyone decided to make the same white guy. <laughs> the same one so when i i screen capped a full lineup of the same guy just staring and i'm like this isn't even the default guy <laughs> i was like do they have a full character who has a customizer yeah okay. a little bit it's not good enough okay to be I was, clear i was hopeful for like a full dragon's dogma level of like oh wow this is a lot no don't <laughs> expect that uh but we all selected the white dude with the weird haircut and like <laughs> a little bit of grizzle on him and a scar and i'm like this has to be a glitch. Not everyone has selected the exact thing I did, but I'm not sure. I have no idea. I, I mean, everyone only beta. had like a three hours total to play the game, so I can see them all. Selecting. But it wasn't the default choice. That's right? the part that's, that gets me. That's what I was insane. Uh, they had something like nine, maybe 12 choices for faces or skin tones or whatever, and then you change a little bit of accessorizing, like scars go here, whatever there, what color are your clothes. Anyways... Four different suits. Uh, one of them's a melee class, which, you know, I'm going to go and say they balance correctly because your damage output is nuts. Oh, good. It is. They, that, that, there's nothing more frustrating in a game full of shooty dudes uh-huh. than choosing a melee guy and it's not getting it done. Yeah, because you have to Terrible. be up there in it. Like, that's, 
there's a, a different level of commitment there. Right. There's a difference between being down the street from 700 raptors. Summoning raptors. And being face-fucking them with your cool katanas and shit. Right? Those are two very different things. Different levels of commitment. So, uh, yeah, the melee class is really good. And when it opens up into doing the different modes, like, there are a couple different ways you can do it. But I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, where you're directly fighting the enemy team. Okay. You murder people fast as melee, man. Oh, you actually get to directly fight dudes. Yes. Okay. Huh. You can go murder the enemy team if you're occupying the same space. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you have normal shooty long distance guy. Uh, you have melee man. You have a shield dude who just bangs his, like, fists in order to draw attention to him. Okay. Yeah, he just pulls enemies onto him, has a giant uh, shield. And then you have a support thing that no one will ever select. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's an online shooter, in case you haven't put that together yet, listener. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh. a, that's a, always the unfortunate part of this game. <laughs> I saw people select uh, the, the support, to be fair. Okay. Was it selected enough? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it's balanced in a way that you only need one. Because they're hoping for more than one person they, to select something like that. They seemed pretty productive. Okay. There were only a couple short moments where things got completely overbearing. Uh, this game has a blue shell. Ooh. And before mm. I cover what the blue shell is, I need to cover the dynamics. There are two different teams of five. You're competing uh, in parallel dimensions at first in one of the modes where you are trying to rush through all the challenges of we're going to summon a crap load of dinosaurs here and you're going to fight them in these waves exactly and then you're going to need to run to that part of the city and fight those waves of dinosaurs and then you're going to need to run to this part of the city and fight those waves of dinosaurs and then you'll get to the ending segment where you need to push the payload <laughs> you need to stand on the fucking payload it should surprise no one that at many multiple points i'm the only human standing on the payload yeah that's that's a simple shooter concept that's been around for ages now and people still cannot get it no like it's just yeah, like that, with battlefield they still don't understand conquest mode no they don't it's been going for over 20 years i mean dude the payload thing's been going since tf2 yeah <laughs> yeah you know how Nintendo always puts out these peripherals like they were going to do the heart rate monitor one? Yeah. They need to do, like, the Nintendo shock bracelet. Yes. And whenever you're not standing on the payload in a game like this, you're getting, like, you're getting like 80 volts put through your leg. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might solve the problem. Uh, yeah, that's, like... <sighs> It was fine. We ultimately won. Uh -huh. It worked out balanced enough. My uh, team that was not on the payload griefed at the enemy team hard enough where they all died at one point. Nice. <laughs> it was pretty good because, you know, conceptually, we're supposed to be dealing with the dinosaurs, but we murdered all of them that were near us. And then our team just went, what if we went and murdered them? So they <laughs> did. And it kind of worked. Um, so that's one of the modes. Uh huh. There are other modes, which are weird okay um so imagine it's a big open area this one's not like the last one where it very directly tells you go to this one go to this one go to this one this one has zones and in these zones it just drops energy and you need to grab energy but you can also murder the enemy team for the energy they picked up and once you hit the amount you've won oh okay. so that's what melee man rules to play as. i feel like there's something similar to that in a halo game oh there's de it's like definitely been done mode. before yeah 
Um, but each each pickup you have is one battery, right? Okay. So you need to collect like a hundred or whatever. Uh, and at, once the timer finishes, this zone just jumps, drops like fifteen batteries, and you just run and pick it up real quick. It's really good. There was a moment in this where I was running, me me and two maybe maybe three people total, so two allies, maybe one. We're running up to this zone. This zone's like I'm gonna drop batteries in five seconds and i'm like awesome the enemy's nowhere near here we got this dude one second from dropping he turns a 180 and runs away because he doesn't understand the mode i'm like okay i'll just yeah pick it up by myself what's the worst that could so then four enemies show up Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah of course and just Mm. pulverize me then I respond as a melee guy because I decided I'm a strong, independent man who wants to go my own way. <laughs> <laughs> my teammates are just going to run away. I might as well be prepared to kill anything that comes at me, relatively. Um, it was neat. I really enjoyed this. Okay. It was, a, it, was a, it was a pretty cool time here in Exo Primal. There was one other set which was a version of the first mode okay but it was a completely different like city area and etc and it was it was interesting i i do like the feeling of going through these the payload thing at the end is strange but it doesn't feel completely stupid or like worthless because the faster you get through that first thing the faster you get there so it it makes sense. Okay. It makes it in one cogent experience that isn't just push a payload for 15 minutes. Which, having played a lot of competitive Overwatch, <laughs> I kind of appreciate the concept there. Of, we're going to have a payload moment, but not the whole time. So there's a blue shell. Okay. Let's say your team's doing really bad. Which, uh, the same AI that says, summoning raptors, we'll just let you know. They'll be like... <laughs> You are doing this much slower than the enemy team. And every time you clear a set of objectives, he'll just say that over and over. He'll just be like, you are much slower than the enemy team. And he sounds like an evil Neil Patrick Harris, which I think is funny and very fitting. Are they is that warning real or are they just demoralizing you? It's real and it's demoralizing me. Uh, But there, you know, if you're ahead of them, it of course will tell you, hey, you're ahead of, you're much faster or you're faster than the enemy team. Like they have multiple different phrases to express this, but they're pretty similar sentencing, just a couple changed words. The blue shell happens though. You're way behind and they just go, I'm going to give you a dinosaur to fuck up the enemy team with. And that's the thing you saw during the fake E3 moment. Okay. Where you possess a dinosaur and just come wreck them. Uh, <laughs> that, that is their blue shell. It's a pretty cool idea for a blue shell because if the enemy team has their shit together, they should be able to deal with it just fine. Uh, like you fight Triceratops and T-Rexes, which have their own ni- name. The names <laughs> of this are hilarious. Like, like, they you know because like the new jurassic park they need to invent the cool name for the super t-rex right uh that sort of thing it's it's neat and i like that the triceratops the front of it you know because of the way they look Mm -hmm. is able to deflect bullets basically and you need to attack the backside of it i you know when i saw that thing where you become the dinosaur i didn't realize that'd be like a something that the enemy team gets to do if they're in a bad situation i thought it was just gonna be you doing that back and forth constantly no it's a drop you do have like ultimate moves okay but yeah which those ultimate moves are pretty great uh long range dude he basically gets four gatling guns that appear and just unloads 
unreal amounts of bullets. <laughs> it feels awesome. You can juggle stuff if you just focus one thing, but that would just be... What sort of psychopath would just spend the whole ult on one raptor? I don't know, man. Probably someone who used it at the end of a wave on accident. <laughs> <laughs> who would have done that? Oh, no. What an idiot. I'm just saying it's possible. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed my time with it, but I still struggle to envision this game as like a 70 or $60 game that you go and buy. Yeah, because I know it is a full retail game. I'm just not sure. I assume it's 60 because Capcom usually does 60 Maybe that's because they haven't had the opportunity to do a next-gen game. But Expo Primal's going to be it? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be the oh, one. Yeah, that will be their Destruction uh, All-Stars. Uh, I have faith that Capcom is self-aware enough to not charge $70 for this game. This game's a heavy bitch. I this hope... is something else I need to cover before yeah. we stop. It's a heavy fucking bitch. My PC is pretty good. It's uh, good. Anyway, <laughs> my GPU is a 1080 Ti. Uh, this thing... Slapped the shit out of my rig. It was frame capped at 60 and it still slapped the shit out of my rig. Jeez. So I don't have any confidence in that locking 60 on console unless they drastically optimize, which they couldn't Capcom. They could do that. Yeah, they're usually good at figuring out how to like lower settings in just the right way. But I that's assume in a game where there are a moderate amount of enemies and not I, literally 300 raptors. I assume every raptor is going to run at a quarter frame rate and I'm scared uh, for how bad it's going to look. Yeah, it's, it'll it'll probably something or they'll just be like, well, people don't people say uh, people like EDF running at 15 frames a second. They say, why would you need more frames? That's fewer bugs. <laughs> They're yeah. making a good point. But yeah. I, I thought it was by the way, I, hmm. I, I need another EDF on these next-gen consoles. I need them yes. to be like, we can have 100,000 bugs on screen at once now. Yeah. I feel like the, we'll get it. It'll just take a little longer. Yeah. Like, that seems like something that they, they're working on over there. Yeah, usually EDF takes a while to join the current generation. Right. It's just like, hello, I'm here. I hope there's a single-player component to the Exoprimal I to have, try and justify the, dude, the price tag. Everything in there has me convinced there is no single player. Yeah. Because the whole conceit of the game is you are just inducted into playing death games against generated dinosaurs for the rest of eternity for this AI in order for it to optimize the exosuits you use to battle huh. for the actual threat, which is elsewhere. And I'm like, and wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Not they, actually and, solving the problem? <laughs> wait, maybe the single player will be solving the problem. I doubt that. It'd be cool. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. menu stuff and other hooks in the narrative that make me convinced that oh, it may shit. not. But I would I would be happy if I had a single player or even a co-op campaign. Right? There's something to make it feel like a more complete package. Otherwise, sell it for 30. You know, kind of like I wanted with Overwatch. <laughs> Some sort of co-op campaign. Yeah. It was weird that they spent that many years being like we're not gonna we're not gonna add it but we will in two no we won't <laughs> yeah that's no one's ever gonna give me that i guess one day overwatch 2 will be done right you're not just yeah. fully canceling that section like uh like you did with diablo 3 i mean competitive i mean overwatch will be done when you see the guy in the pilot seat flip the thing up and hit the eject button <sighs> then it'll be done just like Heroes of the Storm is done now. Oh, right. it's finished. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Cool. It's the perfect Fake. game, Bob. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, Exo Primal was fun. I'd like to play more. Uh, hopefully, they add more suits for the next beta or have any difference at all. 
I believe it's in nine days from now, yeah. uh, around the 23rd. Yeah, something like that. It was 20, 23rd to 26th, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Hopefully, I'll have time to play it this time. Yeah, because they sprung it on you at the exact worst time. Yeah. It was like, I was like, okay, house, I'm going to leave you for 20 hours. You take care. The house was like, the beta's happening. And he's like, what? Then the fucking studio applause went. And my house is now PB. He Herman's house. The fucking secret last chair just goes, ah! And starts spinning. Yes. Yeah, the PC is going to have that. The OLED also yells as the big mouse on it. folding now. See, this is going to happen to Dan, but with his car. Where he'll be like, okay, Dan, you have a six-hour window to pick up the car. And Arkin's like, ah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure has stolen your car. No! You no! gotta go across America. For you gotta drown wondering. him in his fucking pool at the end, like in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this I need to see this happens. movie, I guess. Uh, uh, that's a pretty damn good movie. <laughs> yes. It's made by a guy, uh, you may have heard of him, Tim Burton. Anyway. <laughs> what, really? I think, actually. Um, but anyway... Uh, for anyone who's actually curious, the car's gonna be two more fucking weeks. Allegedly. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just Duke standing in the nuclear waste. <laughs> God, you were, you were, you were right. He directed <laughs> Pee-wee's Big they, Wait, they, made a, they yeah. made a sequel in 2016 for Netflix. Yeah, yes, they, they did. did. Yes. They de-aged him, I believe, for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they need to, everyone needs to stop doing that. Yeah. Especially twice. Oh my god! I think it's really funny that Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice are what made Warner Brothers go get this man to do Batman. Yeah, that's <laughs> what got them to do Batman, and then that's what later got them to go. Okay, we'll give him Planet of the Apes. That'll go well. Uh oh. I need it's to see Beetlejuice again. I've seen. Oh, what's up? What's up, Casey? Oh, the, one of the first DVDs I've ever seen was uh, that old Planet of the Apes. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this menu's magic. Why do they all look like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a really peak DVD-ass movie. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see it on Blu-ray. I want to see how that looks. Yeah, I'm willing to give it a revisit, seeing as how I've rewatched basically every Planet of the Apes movie at least twice since that, maybe more. Except for except for I haven't seen the latest one. Yeah, the James Franco ones. Yeah, I watched the first James Franco one. I was like, this is terrible. And then people like the later ones are good. I'm like, you're damaged Planet of the Apes fans. I don't trust you. You're the last people I trust. <laughs> I liked that second one. And the third I just couldn't keep interest while watching. Damn. That's rough. Which it one do you like, think it was, I yeah, it was on like cable or something? Bob so, real quick, oh. gamer premonition, Bob. Which one do you think wor goes worse as a trilogy? James Franco, Planet of the Apes, or the New Jurassic Parks? Uh, New Jurassic Parks. Okay, uh, feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's either deep in thought or disconnected. KZ. Uh, it's got to be those Jurassic Park things. I, I heard about what happens in that second one. He did disconnect. He did. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> oh, is he back? Is he gone for real? I think oh. Windows decided he's not allowed to have a microphone anymore. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Thank you, Windows. Thank That's you very okay. much. It'll, it'll get sorted one day, and that day will be great. Uh, but yeah, I assume 
I assume the new Jurassic Park goes worse, mostly because of the third one. I you're ah. coming through. Say some more. More words. That was there a we go. issue, I guess. Cool. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. But yeah, I assume the Jurassic trilogy is worse than the new James Franco yeah, Planet of the Games trilogy. The first Jurassic World movie is just god-awful. I feel like there's no way even the first James Franco Planet no, of the Games is No, it that was bad. better than that. Yeah. Uh, but feel, what, what is your guess on the which one's better? There's... The- the, there's no way Jurassic World isn't the worst one. Like, there's, there's no way. <laughs> like, I could, buy, I could buy that Jurassic World one is fine, but I, I'm sure that two and three must just be trash. So, so our the tone we're all using, you know, and I'm not trying to get us to commit to this, but the tone we're all using implies that there's a very real possibility <laughs> that this is one of the worst <laughs> movie trilogies ever. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, oh, I thought you were pitching content and I was getting really no. nervous. No, I don't want to do that during Big <laughs> yeah, Think, especially really not live. No. Yeah, I know. Too I dangerous. Know. My what blood was... went cold at the concept of Trilogy Fight Club. I know, right? What, what commit for I, a month I, uh, and a half. Flintstone's got I, nothing on this. What, what, I, what I was trying to get out was the only Planet of the Apes movie I've ever seen was the 2001 one. <laughs> And I saw, and I saw I saw it on video. It was like, okay, we rented this from the video store. Everybody come into the living room. We have to watch it. And my dad got so fucking mad at the ending where the Statue of Liberty is the ape. Why would you get mad? <laughs> I love your dad. Like, he was like, that's so fucking. Stupid. He was mad like the rest of the night. I mean, to be fair. I also thought it was really fucking stupid when I watched it, but I wouldn't say I was mad. Just like for the I rest find of the it hilarious that on content last week I talked about how I wanted a sequel to that ending. Yeah, <laughs> and, the, and it yet feels just it feels dad's just like no. See, you could have gotten that sequel. But it feels dad he called them up on the phone. He said no, no more of this. That's stupid. Fuck you, Tim. That's okay. We've had dumb end. It, look, it's basically not a Planet of the Apes film if it doesn't have some tier of stupid ass ending. Yes. What did the Twilight Zone writers this time or do this time? Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the Twilight Zone writer did spruce up the first movie and he was like, yeah, what if it was Earth all along? So literally, if that guy did not punch up that script, no one would. We never would have had. We would be more here. films. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 10 because there are three new ones and then five originals and then... Okay, so that would be nine. Let's ignore the TV series. Anyway. Man, that fifth, that fifth movie is so low budget it looks like a TV series. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Twilight Zone guy, wherever you are. <laughs> I wish I remembered your name. No disrespect. I'm terrible with names. Anyway. I also played a video game okay. called Rune Factory 5. All right. Now, there are a lot of things I want to talk about with this, but let's just get the first one out of the gate. In, in a Story of Seasons game slash a Rune Factory game, you're supposed to court people, and I can't notice, but I can't help but notice most of the people in this town are under the age 18, definitely for <laughs> sure, significantly, and every person in the game, you get the L1, R1, uh, uh, dialogue option and when you select that you can either say I love you or let's go on an adventure I <laughs> there's an I love you button sounds like something computer generated just like it just seems insane so I, I you know I'm this excited 
I saved this girl. She's got this childhood friend who's jealous that I'm so strong that I saved her because he was supposed to be her protector. Like, that's the internal state. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this R1 button? And then accidentally, I engaged in this mode where my now only options, technically I can back out, but whatever, are I love you to this kid I just met. Isn't he or like let's, eight? let's go on an adventure. Yeah, that kid's like 11. And I'm like, let's go on an adventure. And he's like, I'm busy. And I'm like, I just got turned down socially by an 11 year old. <laughs> <laughs> it feels bad. <laughs> anyway, Rune Factory, for people who don't know, action RPG slash farming game. Pretty cool time. Uh, the action RPG elements, since this is the first real actual 3D control camera, super 3D big environment game. The action is maybe a little bit uh, lowbrow, I think is a good way to put it. Remind me a bit of Guns the Duel. Ga gave me a little bit of Korean free-to-play 2003 energy with the combat. Mm. Uh, they have these really big zones, which is why I was never going to touch this game on the Switch, because the game runs consistently at 15 frames per second nonstop the whole time. It is bad. It is rough over there on the Switch, but it's on PC now. So I'm playing it on PC, and it... You know, once again, 1080 Ti, powerful PC. I can't run down the street without hitches. Just God. dropping from 120 frames down to like two or three frame times, just nothing. And then it's back. And I'm like, this game just totally isn't optimized. This wasn't just a, the Switch is kind of struggling. Uh -huh. This was a, there is an issue with this game. Do you have it installed on an SSD? Yes. Oh my god. Dude, I have it installed, installed on my NVMe drive. What? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I, uh... I checked this game out. This is my first Rune Factory game. I go through a few days of the story stuff. I'm on day three. And then I uh, do, do some story stuff. And then I let the... Well, actually, yeah. I let, I let that go. Day four, I go, there's this northwest exit in town. I'm going to run over there. And I swear to God, it's the longest thing ever. It's longer than any Tony Hawk, like American Wasteland loading tunnel. And you just keep running through what is a valley of green. And you keep going and you keep going. And then it's like, oh, there's a fork in the road. Do you want to go left or right? And I'm like, well, right looks not like an ice area. And I bet the ice area is really tough. So I go to the right. There are enemies. I hit them and do zero damage. And I'm like, oh, this isn't working out. So I keep hitting them. And then I crit and do actual damage. And I'm like, wait one second. These enemies are so strong, I can't hurt them. But if I crit them, I will kill them eventually. So uh -oh. on this first bug, I keep juggling him for what must have been 70 hits in a row. I'm just juggling, keeping him in air so I can crit every six or 11 hits. And I kill him and gain three levels. <laughs> That's a bad yeah. life in video games. <laughs> <laughs> Peninsula of power. So I just do this to a bunch of things in this area and become unreasonably strong. And I'm like, should I be level 18 by the time it asks me? Oh no, here's the logical combat follow-up to the to the thing that happened in the intro of this game. Go save this person's mom. And I one-shot everything. And then when I hit the boss, which is the spirit fox cool thing, I kill it in nine hits. <sighs> <laughs> Dan I love you <laughs> it was even better because after I do all that I'm like okay I'll go to the ice area ice area is fucking insane there are people who will cast a spell that'll hit you two or three times and you're just dead 
because I'm not supposed to be there. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you keep going. I so I keep going there because these these chipmunks are really good for experience grinding. So I'm 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 doing this risky battle against these chipmunks to power level, and then after they level me enough, I go to the next thing, and just barely they level me enough, and somewhere along the line, one of them drops a ten million dollar loan because they drop a rare wine that's worth fifteen hundred gold, what? and I'm just like, why was I farming? <laughs> <laughs> so I put that in my shipping bin, daintily put this glass of wine in the shipping bin that would have healed me for twenty four hundred health. How big is your health bar? Uh, like 300 and <laughs> 308. I put it in there, and then I just, I'm rich enough to buy a hammer. And I'm like, this is the best! <laughs> and that was my time with Rune Factory 5. Uh, there were, of course, as Bob can attest to, many moments where I go, everything's going fine, look at all these levels I got. And then one guy casts a spell and it hits me two or three times, and I'm like, I'm dead again! <laughs> Let's do it again! <laughs> So Room Factory 5 is great. It should run a little better. I'm running on a G-Sync monitor for Christ's sake and I'm just seeing these like huge stutters as it's like, ah, you were in a house and looked around the room. Why did you do that? How could you do this to me? Uh, and man, let me tell you, the next most meaningful thing I can tell you, audience, about this game, other than there sure are a lot of children and furries to romance, <laughs> which is honestly because of those two cross sections taken out of the populace of the city. There aren't a lot of romantic options left for me. I'm starting to look at the cat girl who doesn't even speak English and go, that could be my wife. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. This is how bad it is. You talk to her, right? Because, like, there are other wear people. There are other wear people, and they speak English. Uh-huh. But I go to the cafe, and there's the one chick I already know. And she's like, hey, this is such and such, a Fuka or something. And then Fuka comes up, and she goes, and I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Only cat noises. It's just that comic where the person where the person looks, like, slightly confused, but ultimately uh, not unconcerned. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yes i i overheard this from my side of the room uh-huh and assumed there was dialogue under that not just cat noises well the cat noises form words in her language and because of the weird production values of this game occasionally you'll hear her speak it in english in jarring sentences huh all right like she'll go <laughs> and then it'll pause and then she'll go nice to meet you <laughs> i say you not but only some of the time right because this is the actual important thing i need to tell you they don't have enough money to voice even one third of the lines in this game it is seriously like a one out of every six or eight lines will be voiced and it will be at random so i'll come up to someone they'll say oh. they'll say a word and then i'll say nothing no sound and then they'll say nothing no sound and then i'll say two words which aren't the words in the sentence, but they're kind of close. <laughs> and then they'll say a full spoken sentence. And then I'll make a sound. I'll just go, uh, like I'm Sonic 06. And then they'll say nothing. And it just goes at random. So I can, and then even weirder than that, you're thumbing through the dialogue because you're just reading it. You give up eventually. You're like, I'm never going to not skip them trying to say a sentence. But they actually foresaw that. You can't skip them saying a sentence. So they'll begin saying their sentence, all I've read it, all hit X. The cutscene will now be focused on someone else entirely, and you'll just hear them 
Oh, I don't know if I should do that. As they're doing a different animation, they've moved on over there, and it plays the whole voice line. Anyways, that's that's the production values of Rune Factory 5. The game's pretty fun. If you're interested, maybe pick it up on discount immediately or way later when it's cheaper. I'm, I'm surprised... Um... There were some anime cutscenes that seemed to be interjected into the game. So the very opening of the game is this full-ass anime intro. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty delightful, and I think it's funny. And then you start playing the game, and then they randomly show you, like, oh, I ran into a person. You'll see the person. And then they'll show you a, an anime cutscene version of the terrible animation for this cutscene you just watched. Where it's like, your two character models will be moving, and they'll cut to a shot of you being like, I'm moving and then cut to her. She's moving. And then you'll see the side of her face and her model will flip backwards. Like they flipped her (laughs) and then, and then they'll make a Ooh sound and it'll fade to black. And then it'll show the cutscene, which implies you ran into each other. And I'm like, that's not really. And the cutscenes are all first person perspective because you can either be a guy or gal. Oh, they're like, are you hero or heroine? And you get to choose like that. So, the production values of this are all over the fucking place i'm kind of tempted just to go pick up four honestly because that's before they make the full jump to 3d i'm kind of interested in how it went before they did that everybody talks up rune factory 4 special yeah um i am gonna go back to that at some point but i'm enjoying my time with this because holy shit how could i (laughs) after the one million dollar glass of wine (laughs) yes how could i not enjoy it at that point uh it's it's going neat. I have a dragon farm. I found a dragon. It is a dragon farm. I can farm on the dragon's back. Oh, okay. I was like, so do you grow dragons? <laughs> no, I thought this thing was going to be fast travel, but they're like, that's a farm dragon. And I'm like, what? Uh, so that's why there was a farm on its back? I thought it was the quick travel mechanic. And they're like, nope, it just hangs out above your house from now on. And I'm like, game, you've been like... Like, just story content-wise, an hour and 30 minutes and you are... This seems like endgame shit where I get the second farm. But it was immediate. (laughs) That is very strange. (laughs) And I think the last thing I need to talk about, I think... Okay. Okay, two last things. First one, being strong. So, swinging levels up your skills. So, you can imagine juggling that fucker for 70 hits. I leveled up my short sword skills so much, it's like, congratulations, you now have the ultimate attack. And I'm like... I've barely done anything in this game, and you just gave me something called the ultimate attack. And basically what the ultimate attack is, and it's really funny that they call it that, they're really overselling it. Okay. Attack five times. And then you do a cool attack. What? You just keep mashing square. It's such a brain dead action game. I find it so funny. (laughs) All right. It's so funny. So... It's cool wailing at enemies who don't take damage most of the time to level up your skill... Because you level up skills, inane skills constantly. So it's like, I'll be running down the road and it's like, congratulations, you leveled up walking. It needs the Exo Primal announcer to let you know. Like, <laughs> leveled up walking. Yes. <laughs> leveled up sleeping. Which is the thing, by the way. I'm not kidding. If you sleep the correct amount of time at a decent hour, they will level up your skill of sleeping. You Great. get real good at that. Uh, the game tried to give me a mechanic to, uh, like make an, a monster join my team okay and i was like no i'm too busy doing this stupid bullshit i'm doing i'll, I'll get to you tomorrow <laughs> uh i don't have time to figure that out uh so that was that there was one more thing i was gonna bring up about this game but then i got distracted by the skill system being so absolutely hilarious 
<laughs> I think it, maybe maybe it was the monster thing. It was probably the monster thing. Uh, you know, I I described exactly the sounds. You know, uh, this cat girl makes right. Uh, right. I wow. I just I need to show something real quick, just so people uh -oh. understand exactly what we're talking about here. Because you know, they, they might be like, well, maybe he's exaggerating exactly how ridiculous this shit is. Let me just uh, bring that up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm having fun with it. I do want to go ch back and check Room Factory 4 special. Maybe you should do it, Bob, so I can look across the room and be like, oh shit. I should have checked if it was on sale for that big PlayStation sale. I'm an idiot. I, did, I, I forgot to even look. Oh, yeah. That shit's over, isn't it? Yeah, that ended. God damn it. Of course. But there's always a new sale. No. I'll be on that. There's always a new sale. Yes. Bob looks to the future. So anyway, um This is this is what we're talking about. That's that's the fucking image for <laughs> Oh There she is. That one. They um <laughs> Whoa, what's wrong? Nothing. They just okay. they're doing something very specific over there. They What resting? She is a lot less furry than some of the characters I looked over and saw. And yet, she's on all fours. Yes. Anyway, yes. anyway, we're just gonna we're just gonna close it out. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Uh, you you played video games? I did play some video games. Okay. So I finally finished up getting my Sekiro Platinum oh, God. that Ooh. I've been working on for a while. God, I forgot. Wow. Um. I think that most of the trophies in this game are totally reasonable. Like, get all mm -hmm. the endings, that sort of thing. But they have one that's get every skill. The level curve does not make sense in this game for that. I, it boils down to sitting and respawning a single dude and Sal's killing him over and over again for over an hour. Multiple oh. hours sometimes, depending on oh. how many different times you did it. Uh... Because you need so many experience points. It's ludicrous. Um, also, this is the most incomplete wiki I've seen for a Souls-like in existence. Oh, like it, no. it kind of feels abandoned because I found out something just from playing that I can't find anywhere on that thing. The more New Game Plus you go through, the more experienced you are. So I'm on New Game Plus 4, so I'm getting like almost double the experience I got on the first, the first run of the shit. game. And that's the only way it became acceptable because that's what, now I'm getting like 4,000 plus experience from this guy instead of uh, like, I think it was 1,600 or something. Okay. Uh, when on your first playthrough. So that would just be genuinely impossible to do unless you were willing to sit there for like three hours or more. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't <laughs> know why it's like that. I don't know why. Like, I hear a ton of people love this game, but I don't know why the, the wiki seems to be so abandoned. Also, the new the endings and how to get them paid for that wiki literally just opens up each one with spoiling the ending. <laughs> yes. Instead of I like. I do recall that. Instead of like, he never went back and edited it and fixed it. So he just goes through the steps. If you would like the ending where your dick falls off, <laughs> press four. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've ended up liking a good bit going back now that it runs well on the PS5. That helps a lot. Yeah. Not having to deal with the jank of the PC version of all sorts of weird glitches yeah. that I had when I played through. Yeah, I remember 
the way you talked about it sound like a nightmare. Yeah, that that was not a good experience because I too assumed the PC would have fixed it, but yeah, it just didn't. It just wasn't there for him. Um, but yeah, I'm done with Sekiro now. I you're free. It, it's it's funny. Like I feel like there are four endings, and each of them could have their own sequel come off of it, which is always fun. I think only one of them would be good, <laughs> but <laughs> you could do it potentially with any of them. And uh, doing the bad ending uh, was one of my last runs. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool because they give you brand new bosses and stuff. Oh, oh, like, yeah, that. Yeah, I, I remember the where it just ends way earlier. Yeah, it's only like you cuts out, I think, a third of the game. Something yeah. that large. <laughs> I remember being really terrible at the place you do that in. And I'm like, I mean, I could could I just opt in and maybe maybe have an easier time on doing doing this round. Um, but other things I played, I tried a, a demo for an indie game called Enenra. Spell that? E-N-E-N-R-A. Okay. You might remember this name because it's the same demon name that I used, or that is, uh, for Smoke in the Mortal Kombat series. So I used him in my Mortal Kombat pitch. What? Because it's a smoke demon. You do fight this monster in Neo 2. (laughs) Um, but this is a like Double May Cry style action game. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- we play as a cyborg ninja. It's pretty cool. Uh, they got a lot of mechanics working fairly well. It still has that like it's an indie game jank to it, uh, which I don't know if they if it will be fully polished up. But this is like really early on, and he keeps releasing demo builds to add more and more features to it. Uh, but it was pretty neat. Uh, it's got the Double May Cry style combo system where you do it, the delay hits. It also has the finishing move stuff from Ninja Gaiden. So if you, uh, instead of locking off a limb, there seems to be like a stun gauge you're filling. And if you stun them, you'll be able to do an instant kill. So the instant kill in midair, just doing an Azuna drop, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, you've got the trickster style, like teleporting behind dude stuff. Uh it's neat. I'm I'm very excited to see how this project goes. Hopefully, hopefully he keeps working at it and it just becomes a f- complete game at some point. This has a surprising amount of things in it. Like it uh has a tutorial missions that end with a, a boss fight against your rival character. So you got your Virgil already. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also have a wave uh, based thing where you fight like ten waves of enemies in a row and it ends with fighting some other buff dude that killed me in one hit. <laughs> Um, and the only other thing I played, I checked out the live a live a live demo that's on the Switch, or live a live, live a live a live. I believe it's. I think it's live alive. <laughs> no, it's no, not, it people doesn't... have been saying that forever, and apparently that's wrong. If you look at the original Katakana or whatever, right? Uh, live alive. <laughs> it's probably live alive. Probably. Um, I only tried the the story mode for the ninja character. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. He's pretty cool because he actually has a like a thing where he can hide. So he got, like hold the Y button. He holds up a, a little invisible sheet over himself so they can't see him. And there is a mechanic uh, for this chapter where after each kill, he says, oh, I've killed so many lot people. Mm-hmm. So th- I guess you could go shoot this without killing anyone. You get a cool sword. I like look this up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that sword gets op- obsoleted basically immediately. So I'm like... <laughs> Uh, I don't think I want to bother doing this because it makes 
it means that you can't get other things because it like they're literal fights you have to do to get certain items and it's like okay mm-hmm. that seems weird to force myself to do but it's neat that you can like it's got uh this side has this game looks great it's that pixel art style that's mixed with the 3d elements agro talked about it a few weeks ago when he was on mm-hmm. um they do a really neat thing where you po- bring up the pause menu and depending on where you are there are cool different poses your character is in like if you're outside he's posing on like standing on top of one of the buildings and looking cool if you're inside he's just like hiding against the wall and if you uh if you're crawling at a crawl space he's in a crawling pose <laughs> in a crawl space mm-hmm. it's not exactly where you are it's like a cinematic looking thing they they put him into the unfortunate part is that means the pause screen you have to load to oh Okay. It, it takes a little bit too long to feel good. But that that feels authentic to PS1 JRPGs. Ignore that this was on the SNES. Yeah, I was like, you, you know, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to ask if you think it's worse than Final Fantasy VI or Chrono Trigger on PlayStation 1. That is worth asking because you did play Chrono Trigger on the PS1, right, Bob? I did. Or Final Fantasy VI. And both, that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Chrono Cross... Oh, it's trigger. Trigger. I don't remember how bad those were because it's been long enough that I, I, because I hyper focus on how bad it is for the battles, not uh-huh. for the pause screen. Okay. Oh, and okay. this has, this has most problems as well. Battles also take too long to load into. Okay. Um, so hopefully this gets brought to the PlayStation. I know it's, I, I think that, did they say this comes to PC yet? I don't even know. I think it's just the Switch for yeah, now, but I don't know. Right, I think it is just yeah. the Switch, Yeah. which is unfortunate. It also kind of yeah, runs I don't bad. Think, have, do you think they made this weird fucking um, 3D, 2D, or 2D HD thing for Switch? Because I don't think any of them have been on anything but this and PC. Uh, they actually got Octopath over to Xbox. Yeah, they did like, that. Oh. Shortly, shortly after, um, after it went to PC, and then it just never came to PlayStation for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this this makes it way over to other stuff. Um, because yeah. sometimes the camera will like pull all the way down, and you'll be able to see far into the distance. And, and it looks game, really cool. Right? Yeah, it looks cool. The game runs terribly. Yeah, of course. It's like <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> the effects yeah. they do, you know, on the Switch. The Switch is. <laughs> Man, yeah, I wish there was some sort of professional quality. <laughs> yes, the yeah, author- I, sure, I sure wish. <laughs> I love when I they do. We, I think I think we've reached 100 mentions of it. So can they announce it now, please? Uh, they do a neat thing where they rack focus like to all the different layers of it Ooh. too, and it's really nice. Like I'm like, mm, that's good. That is cool. Um, and since you're playing as ninja, you get to run around the rooftops. They they did a lot of neat things. Mm-hmm. I am a little worried about. Uh, various things in this that make me get that Saga Frontier feel of this is going to be just bizarrely weird and janky enough for me not to get into it. Okay. Um, you After every battle, you auto-heal to full health. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, after... Uh, you, there's no limit on what kind of attacks you do. So you your character, like, has four special moves to start with and gets more each level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can just do any of them you want. Like, there's no MP bar. Okay. And that makes me worry that this is going to be like hyper simplistic. And I also only get to control one character for this entire demo. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and there are like six or eight in the uh, final game, something like that. Yeah. So you but get to choose. you get to choose them, but you don't have like a team, a party you're playing. As. Right. You seem to just have one dude, which yeah. I assume 
the way it sounds like I assume this is set up, somehow through shenanigans, all those characters meet up for a, an extra chapter after you beat each scenario. Yeah. And then you have multiple characters you play with. But I have no idea how much of the game that is. Yeah, you got, you got to meet up to stop Robotnik's machine from destroying the Earth. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it feels like that's the part of the game I'd want to play where I get more tactical, idea, more tactical situations of controlling more than one person at a time. And I worry that most of the game will not be that. And that it will be play these, this one guy scenario all the way through. And then hopefully it links to the main story well. I'm gonna say it now, otherwise I'm gonna forget it. We watched that. What was it, Tezuka, uh, Game Informer, 100 Question thing, oh, from Sonic guy. Yeah, and they're just like, "Where's that fourth ca- damn Chaos Emerald?" And he's like, "What? How do I answer that?" <laughs> it's just a bunch of normal <laughs> questions, and then that. That's God, good. Izuka, I love thank that. you. That, that Izuka interview is so enlightening. It's so funny. And funny, but it's it's like, what's your most requested feature, Chow Garden? Is Chow Garden in Sonic Frontiers? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that. And there, there there was a bunch of there was a bunch of other stuff too, which just like, so when did you know Sonic was, you know, gonna be in this movie? And he's like, or wait, no, it was what yeah, was, it was it was uh it was Sonic ugly, ugly Sonic, Sonic being in Chip and Dale, and he's yes. like, So when did you find that out? And he's like, On the news. <laughs> Yeah, when the, when the movie came out. So oh wait, you found God. out on the news when the movie came out. He's like, "Yes, they didn't let you know." Yeah, no. Why? Well, yeah, they don't have to let you know. That's just that's just parody law. I just I I, I love it. <laughs> um, what was the other thing in there? Oh right, the uh, how do you? He was very insistent on not being open world. It's open zone. So when he kept getting questions like, hey, did you take something from Breath of the Wild? It seems like you were inspired. He's like, no, it's open zone. It's totally different. It's like, <laughs> you literally are doing the, the Cocoa Challenge. Go. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Al Numa did this exact thing with Breath of the Wild. He's like, it's not open world, it's open air. And he yeah. was very insistent every single time somebody said open world. This shit's they're, hilarious. They're like, yeah, they're like this is unlike any, any game you've ever played. And I'm like, Every Japanese developer. I need, I need you motherfuckers please. to stop. <laughs> Everyone's I would video also game. want to distance myself from Ubisoft's library. <laughs> uh, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. But yeah, the Izuka interview is really good. <laughs> Definitely worth checking out because all the Game Informers 100 questions things are really funny. I, I'm yeah. really yeah. glad that, that Ian Flynn seems to be actually writing this game. And yeah. not what I was afraid of, which is he got to write dialogue characters say as they go through a level and basically had nothing to do with the actual story. Do you think we get the Ian Flintier tweet that's along the lines of the, uh, the person we found out is writing God of War Ragnarok? Or he's like, some of our stuff may made in the game. You'll probably hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Ian Flynn does not feign pathetic insecurity because he thinks it will make him likable. I, I liked, um, I was reading reading the thing about Ian Flynn writing, and he's like, uh, yeah, the game's uh, being localized for Japan. Oh. Like, like, the, like, the focus of it is English, then going to localize that over there. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's favorite food is chili dogs, right? Yes. Do you like chili dogs? No. <laughs> What's Sonic the Hedgehog's second favorite food? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, is that, <laughs> I need to watch this back. Yeah, it is <laughs> really like good. Their best one ever. It's really good. The amount of questions that come in there. 
What do you what do you think what do you think Bowser and Eggman talked about how to get the good guys? <laughs> it's just so tough. <laughs> I love this so much. Jesus. Yeah. You want, yeah. You want to talk about your next gen features for your game? No. He's like, how many how many Sonic games do you have the do you know what the next Sonic game is going to be? And Uzuko goes, Yes. He goes, Okay, how many Sonic games do you have lined up that you can't talk to me about? And he goes, I can't tell you. <laughs> I like the one was like, is Sonic, or will there be another Sonic adventure? Yes. It's like, I wasn't, what's wrong with you? I need, I need this. Yeah. I need Square Enix creatives to do this because it'll be the exact same thing. (laughs) Yes, it will. 100%. (laughs) You would ask them some very straightforward questions. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, the part where they're like, we're going to make Sonic Adventure 3. It's like, cool. What is that? You've been saying that for a bit now. Uh, but anyway, oh, oh, sorry. We'll just... make it. We'll make it in four years when the twenty-year curse of Sonic 06 that makes us scared of the game structure of make Sonic level, make levels for other characters using those assets to so your game doesn't have to have lots of horrible padding. It can just oh have different characters with reasonable playstyles. It take, took twenty years to shake that off. That would be insane if that's literally what it is. Of like it. Sonic 06 happens, and then it takes 20 years to be. We're feeling confident in making another hub with Sonic with other characters that play with Sonic. Because you could count Unleashed until you qualify it with yeah, Sonic other allies. Characters. Yeah. Because it, it, it has almost a hub. had everything. God, I mean, that's, ve- that's very obviously it, because you have not been able to play as anybody but Sonic in a mainline Sonic game since that game. God. Anyway, uh, Bob, did you have anything else you no, want to say about Ribe-a-Ribe? That's it. Okay. Okay, cool. About Dream-a-Dream? Yeah. I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah. I know people who are very excited. Yeah. I am excited, but I just spent 50 bucks on fucking Room Factory. <laughs> Technically twice, but one of those was a present for my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Well, thanks for coming out for big... <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, oh. KZ, what have you been playing? <laughs> I tried out some uh, Cuphead co-op with my friend Carl. We we went huh? through about half of the main game, checked out some of the DLC. Uh, of course, this is because uh, uh, input delay for a co-op partner in Cuphead yeah. is egregious. Yeah. Also, that share play thing really is one hour. Like, every single time it was about to be an hour, they're like, you have ten minutes left, you have five minutes left. That's so <laughs> stupid. Why did they do it this way? These fucking morons. I don't yeah, that's understand. Because it should just be one PS5 streaming to another PS5. Right? I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. We got to do a joke where he goes, "I don't have much time left," and I'm like, "What's <laughs> what's much- wrong? What's going to happen?" Pause. Controller two has disconnected. <laughs> yes, I saw that. That was really good. Yeah, uh, but I did get to see a taste of the DLC. Yeah, that's that is a step up from visually. From the stuff that we got in the original in terms of like animations how everything's moving in in such a way apparently in interviews they said that it's like the dlc has more frames than the original game combined jesus <laughs> it, Which, okay, it, cool but you didn't have to go that hard you you it, charged eight dollars maybe phone it in a little <laughs> eight dollars 
Yeah, I like the new character a lot where they're like they get rid of um they they end up removing like your charm slot that you would have in the main game. Uh so that you can play as the uh as the, the what's Miss Chalice. And and her moveset just feels better entirely than any of the other characters. Weird. Can two people play as Miss Chalice then or not? No. Okay. No, nah, her, her moveset. It, it, her, she, she's she's uh, she's Maria from Rondo, or she's like the crutch character. Yeah, because okay. she has an extra hit point. She uh, her parry is locked to her to her dash instead of a instead of like hitting jump again. Okay. So she just dashes forward, and you know that dash has the red parry effect for the whole and dash. Do- at the beginning, and she has a dodge roll with iframes when you yeah, normally have like to the- use a trinket for that. Yeah, I believe it's like the beginning the beginning of that dash. That's just what the parry is. But it's so much easier to do that than whatever you want to describe the, the normal parry is. And and she still has a double jump. And like a uh, her super, instead of it being the horizontal beam that you have at the start, it's a big vertical one. But in general, I just felt like, wow, this is a much better controlling character, at least for me. But I still need to chew through it. Um, I, I forgot that I that I hate that dragon in the in the original Cuphead campaign. I'm like, God, this dude sucks. <laughs> I fucking love. I love that guy. He's I, such I, an I, obvious. Remember the Mega Man Two dragon? I'm that again. And I'm yes. like, yeah. And Bob's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I hate I hate that dude more than like any other boss. I'm like, I I can't beat this dude. I swear. Yeah, that he's, was. He, he he's he's pretty rough. Um, also, I do like that they, they, they did just not do run and gun levels in this at all. Uh, That's oh, good. thank God. Fucking, God. fucking Jesus. Oh, I yeah. don't think you could have said every, a thing that sold me on that every, DMZ yeah, faster. Yeah. <laughs> they did a, um, they did this replacement where you go into this castle. He's like, I'm the king of games. And for this, you'll do a funny castle themed gimmick boss fight where you can only hear with parries. Huh. Yeah, and I've only I've only done one of them so far, but it's a bunch of like pink light bulbs or pink rooks. They're pawns. They're pawns. Yeah. Oh, pawns. Yeah, pawns. And the top of them is like a little pink light bulb to parry them, and they just jump down in like an uh in a set order. Uh, and in co-op, you have to parry each head twice. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it'd be and, and way with, too with easy. Car- and with Carl on two second input lag, that was truly a battle for the ages because they're fast. Come on in for this castle mini game. Sit down, and then you sit in the waiting room, and then they come back, and they're like, "You can leave now." And you're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> that yeah. was the padding." <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that that, that to, castle shit isn't. That castle shit isn't even really padding. It's just like we made five yeah. more bosses. They yeah, use no, different mechanics. That sounded neat. That sounds like a good substitute and replacement Dude, for the running gun I, stuff. Because while the running really, gun stuff was neat a couple times, yeah, eh. I really hope that every game journalist who wrote that that game needed run and gun levels just just knows they made the world slightly worse. <laughs> they don't know that, and I feel like we need to make them know that. Yeah, because <laughs> what what they did was they're like, I'm gonna relate it to Dark Souls, and uh, and I will probably quit on the second island. <laughs> this is then, pretty much how they went. So, which means they didn't go to island three in the wharf with that running gun level you got to be on the on the fish which i think is my most hated part in that entire game i hated that yeah that, that, that's definitely the worst level in the game and then the one guy who couldn't figure out the tutorial later got into nft so everybody who was mean to him was retroactively okay, okay. correct okay are you <laughs> are you fucking serious 
Yeah, I heard no, about yeah, this that, too. Yeah, that happened. Sorry, Dan. That was Dean <laughs> Takahashi, right? Yup. I believe so, yeah. It's... <laughs> Got anything? <laughs> it's the emotional equivalent of being disappointed in your son you know is an alcoholic. It's like they're already an alcoholic. How can you be disappointed? And yet here I am. What, what we're here for your son's uh, your your son's intervention. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can cure his alcoholism. Alcoholism. He's just a racist. <laughs> and that's when I oh. mug to the camera. And, uh, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah cuphead's still good by the way i just thought i'd let you know it's pre it's pretty solid yeah yeah well i didn't beat the boss but I, but I got pretty far in the one that's just we take the lola lo and la 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 thing from kirby superstar but made that a cuphead boss so there's just shit everywhere and he's just going through little hallways oh yeah that one's cool yeah all the bosses in the DLC have really neat gimmicks. Yeah, they 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 clearly uh, brought their A game for it. Um, aside from that, I played some Jackbox stuff with friends, mainly a lot of the the gimmick stuff. I haven't played that now would be called Among Us like since since that blew up in between the push the button Jackbox game came out. Yeah, uh, I played that with some people. Shibia was very rude to me. She was <laughs> assured that I was the bad guy. Because someone hacked me for three mini games in a row, to the degree that I, she was confident that she wouldn't have to pay me five dollars, <laughs> because I was truly evil. I was not. I was an innocent man. would nearly not be framed. <laughs> when I was told that I was hacked three times, I said, "I'm gonna literally kill you." <laughs> like, how dare you do this to me? Uh, aside from that, yeah, I haven't really had time to like dig in, dig into anything. Um, I I, I experienced streamer burnout and kind of just like floundered for four straight days. <laughs> so that's about it for me. Fish yeah. sounds go here. Yeah, yeah, I, I I made the fish sounds and went, oh, leave me alone, my bones. <laughs> use a splash attack. You use a splash attack. I'm like um, in Pokemon Stadium One. They had the uh, Magikarp Splash mini game where he jumps all the way to the top, and all his, his noise he goes, duh, duh. yeah, yeah. The the dub had some ideas for how Magikarp should sound, and it lines up pretty well with all the Pokedex entries for Magikarp. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, before we move on to feel, after the test, I watched LaQuisha. My God, I was going to ask you about LaQuisha. Go right ahead. I'm willing to answer that because no one else should watch it. So am I? So from what, what I know about the movie. What is, is LaQuisha? Yeah, we should LaQuisha cover it. LaQuisha is the movie <laughs> from Jeremy Seville, director, writer, and star of The Test. He also directed, wrote, and starred this movie. It seems to be, from what I could ascertain from the trailer and the promotions, a story about a white advice radio host who, in order to further his career, pretends to be a sassy black woman named Loquisha with the aid of perhaps some sort of voice changer that sounds unrealistically real. Uh, no, he's just doing a sassy voice the whole movie. What? No! 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 <laughs> this movie, you need to understand... 
that no joke you can make about what you think of Loquisha is as bad as Loquisha. <laughs> Uh, I got that as soon as you pulled up the dude's YouTube channel and saw the other videos that he's made. Yeah, this dude has been a comedian for uh, 17 years now, uh, going back to like 2009 on YouTube with his uh, hit video, Gay Date, all one word. I'm not even going to talk about what that's about. Mm. Needless to say, Crack.com brought attention to this dude because Luquisha had pointed at that video exactly to go, holy shit, look at this. <laughs> uh, anyway, Luquisha is a movie where a white man isn't hired to be a radio talk show host advice giver, and he reapplies for the job pretending to be a black woman. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> His audio engineer is black. Uh-oh. He's absolved at the end of the film by his black girlfriend who then immediately bangs him. <gasps> this isn't a pre-existing girlfriend. It's a love interest of the film, and it, it, it connects at the end in the moment where it's 50-50. Once again, Jerry Seville could have made a brilliant film if she shot him to death. I would have been like, great shit, my man. But unfortunately, that moment literally goes... She forgives him and then fucks him. I'm getting real tired yeah, of it how really, he writes conclusions I've, to I've his never, insane people films. I've never seen like a, a creator who so who could make nothing but tins, and all he'd need to do is <laughs> whatever you think should happen at the end, make it your main character being killed. Right. That's <laughs> yes. the only thing you need. Because I, these things go from like that one decision, uh -huh. just so we're clear, is the only distinguishing factor between it being a brilliant character study and disgusting comedy. I find it strange that this one, he was able to make a much more eye-level character. Yes. Like, he's not some incredibly well-off dude. At, as If you're curious about what we're talking about for the other thing, you need to go listen to uh, Curse Content Committee for the test. Uh, patreon.com slash gb podcast patreon.com slash gb podcast where we talk about the test the test is a movie all right where it's about this guy who needs to test his fiance because women are intrinsically un untrustable uh-huh seems to be women exclusively he doesn't seem to have these hangs hang-ups for any guys it's including just... his man his, his best friend who is literally radiating slime there's a as and they talk about job. As they talk about how to test his wife, his fiance, one of the other people, one of his friends is like, yeah, we can uh, fake a robbery and I can hit your wife or I can hit your fiance. And he seems really jazzed for this. And that's never addressed throughout the entire film. We never get the idea that they don't trust her because she's a terrible human. It's just women aren't trustworthy. Now, this is bad enough. I actually didn't tell anyone in this room about this. No one knows. Not even Bob. No. Oh, no. Uh oh, no. That's he has, bad. He has a YouTube video about a dog trainer, except for it's not for dogs. It's for women. Oh, oh. No. 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 Come on. Come on. So, yeah, that's a hole I crawled into after we recorded that. He's the least funny. He's the least funny, most repugnant person I've run into on the internet remotely recently. <laughs> oh, 
It is terrible. Anyways, Phil, what did you play in the last week? <laughs> um, I played Klonoa 1. I didn't get a chance to finish 2 yet, but I played a little bit of it. Uh, cool. And then I pl- and then I started the uh, AI the Somnium Files the Nirvana Initiative on stream. Wonderful. I've done a couple streams of that. Uh, I- I'd say that I'm I'm probably somewhere about a third of the way through. Uh, <laughs> we've dis- we've discussed the basics of the game enough, so I'll just go on talk about my like non spoiler impressions. Uh, they sure made the puzzle segments more sober. Yep. <laughs> Cause, uh, cause in the, cause in the first game, cause, cause the gimmick is that the gimmick of this setting is that there's these, there's these, there's like this special police force and they bring you in and they, uh, they go into your Somnium. They sync with you and go into your Somnium, which is like a dreamscape. Mm-hmm. And they're very sure like this, you, we can't actually admit anything you find in this to court. So the most, the most it can, that, that happens almost immediately in the first game. So it's like, no, that, that it's just to find leads. Uh, but since it's a dream, it like follows weird rules, and you only have six minutes, which is stretched real long. Because like, well, it, it's dream rules, so when you're not moving, time is standing still. You only use time when you do something. Yeah. Uh, so, so they they had they they were full of like interactables, which got you character interactions between the main character and his uh AI ball, who is uh who is like a. In, in the dream world, she's like a girl who looks like a fluorescent shrimp. In fact, he literally says she looks like a fluorescent shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you get character interactions between them, but a lot of it made no sense, and there was no way for a rational human being to figure out how to progress. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just like trial and error. Do something that vaguely seems like it might work. Yeah, you, you uh, and, hit, and they, hit left on the D pad to do a fighting game move on a chiropractor machine. Yeah, you do some shit like that. Um, the new one has made them much more sober, and it's like very—it's much much easier to figure out what you can do uh, and what to do. So that's good. Uh, and they and to like make up for that a little bit, they added this new thing where uh, where you can actually investigate an area, like as the as the main character, as the the, the detective character, because normally it's from their perspective, it's first person. Uh, they sure added an insane element to that mechanic, which I don't understand why they did this. It's crazy. It's beyond insane. Or it's mm. like, we need to investigate the crime scene. Okay, but not the real crime, crime scene. I'm going to recreate it perfectly in VR down to having thermo scanned and x-rayed every single thing in the area. Yeah. So uh, that's goofy. But so far, there has only been one thing in the entire game that made me scream hack at him so far. (laughs) And he knows. And he knows. Mm Because there was a thing in the trailers that all the fans were like, well, how does this work with what happens in that game? And it comes up immediately in the game, Mm -hmm. in the sequel. And they basically look at the camera and say, it was to trick you in the trailer. He Kojima'd your ass. (laughs) That's great. Yes. It's like re- they, it's really they go, funny they go one step even... below saying that. One step <sighs> yep. below. All right. And you, can, and you and they only say that if you activated the spoiler mode. <laughs> yeah, you have to activate the spoiler mode. Um, and th- that that's a really funny addition too, because it's really gentle. Because it asks you a question. It's like, who did this happen to? But there's another character that a sort of similar thing happened to. So if you put in that character's name, they say. 
no, 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 that that's close, but it, it's not what we're asking. You got confused. Keep trying in, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah, I do like I do like uh, that. There's a surprising amount of type in this answer in this. I really like the new protagonist, Ryuki, because he is unbelievably mentally ill. <laughs> like every single one of his expressions conveys like I am gripping the facade of normalcy with bloodied fingertips trying <laughs> to hang on to it. You know, it sucks. That's not an exaggeration. Like, I, th it's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like multiple times during the story, he just has an episode and like six hours pass. And he's like, what the fuck happened? It's like you stood there for six hours. He's <laughs> 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 like, okay, I'm, back to work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll, 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 if, I, if, I, if, I, if I if I don't acknowledge it happened, it didn't. <laughs> Uh, I'm really enjoying the, 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 the direction the story's going so far. I'm really, I'm really trying to figure out the twists. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure the final leap of logic will be impossible. It always is in all of those games. So who knows? Cause that, cause that, cause that's, ki cause that's kind of comes with the territory. If it's a sci-fi mystery It's like, there's always going to be one leap of logic you have to make because of sci-fi that you just no normal human being can ever make. It's like a like the premise of the game, as described in earlier episodes of the split person, seems impossible. <laughs> yeah, seems impossible. Uh, the game seems a lot more polished, and there's a lot more locations than the first game. I went, I went, ooh, when we saw the map screen, it had like ten times as many locations as the first game did. Where it was yeah. like, the first game was really go to your apartment, go to work, go to these docks, go to this bar and go to this Yakuza office. And that was like the main five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool and I've been enjoying it a lot. Uh, I'm excited to play more of that, uh, but that's all I've been playing. I didn't really have a whole lot of time to play more than that other than uh, Klonoa and that and, you know, watching stuff for content. That's cool. So at one point, Laquisha, he hires a Laquisha impersonator. What? No. To, to do the public appearances. Oh, obviously, oh my God. you need somebody to pretend they're Loquisha. So he hires a black woman and she gets tired of not getting paid enough and blackmails him. It's a great movie. But she's the bad guy. See, she's the <laughs> Keep that in mind. If, if at any point in the third act, Mm -hmm. Like a scene ended and we immediately cut to him naked in a bathtub holding a toaster out at arm's length mm -hmm. and then just cut to credits. Ten. Right. And like in the yeah. test, we had one character who treated him correctly after that moment. That mm -hmm. plot reveal in the test. No one does that in this. Everyone loves him. They greet him with open arms when they find out. They, yeah. they pat him on the back. It's insane. Yeah. You know what else what, is insane? What is wrong with them? <laughs> He's not human. <laughs> yeah. What else is insane? Uh, Podlords. <gasps> oh, oh, fuck. Did Podlords suck? <laughs> yes, that's right. The Podlords. So quiet. <laughs> Is this etched into a stone? Yes. Oh. <laughs>
so it is written, so it shall be. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Anime Edgar Allan Poe and his raccoon friend. All right. Red Blaze 27, Juice of Frost, Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shibuya Gato, Murder Pancake Snake. Oh. All right. I'm having a real, like, Gygus battle moment as I cannot perceive the true form of its attack. He's just got a gigantic jaw. It's huge. It's, it is. It, it's Flat Fuck Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Rado. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Mr. I have good internet finally. Goodbye 160p Twitch streams and 240p YouTube videos or sometimes oh, no streams. Oh. Congrats. <laughs> How do you Holy live? <laughs> Congrats, you have been bored again. <laughs> Me, when I forget, <laughs> it is Thursday and haven't updated my Bodlord <laughs> name. That was a bit from last week. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm out here. I was expecting the Riddler to be there. <laughs> <laughs> DFW3K. Muckbun. Shiny Mew. Kristen. Figma Demifiend. Nocturne. And Raido Kusa Noha Devil Summoner Serotonin Edition. I can't believe we aren't getting the second dankest Gundam game during a theme month. We were robbed. <laughs> second? I'm worried. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. BN12. Maybe the British aren't that bad. Mm. Maddie Moe. Mizuki says, pirates are morally correct. <laughs> Give him the thumbs up. Bligda Blue, Schligdis Poo, Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden, Eternal, Jordan, Cooper Tank. <laughs> Those are separate though, right? Eternal yeah. and yeah, Jordan, yeah. okay. <laughs> I want okay. Jordan to end eventually, please. <laughs> no, that, it, it, that voice would have been like, Eternal Jordan. Dan Videostone seeing his investment in geode LEDs pay dividends. Gene Bot made the picture, not me. <laughs> well, I'm glad he. Whoop. These are out of order. One moment. We're going to redo that. Well, I'm glad he's frozen in there and that we're out here and we're going back to Kojima watching himself trend like, ha, ah, you could make a video game out of this. <laughs> so, sorry. Wow. Wow. They <laughs> said I did. They, they said I committed an assassination. <laughs> Drive type cam. Behold, Bellamy Benjamin Biscuits and his tiny grabbies. Indigo Sykes. Can I get some long bannies in chat? <laughs> Slowly morphing into a Neo Geo. What the hell's going on here? Why did these two get swept in pairs? Anyways, slowly morphing into a Neo Geo hipster with a mister. Thanks, Dan, for bringing it to my attention. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that's the way to play it. Oh, man. That's a bad quote. No wonder Suda made him a villain in Travis Strikes Back and No More Heroes 3. <laughs> I don't know what the quote is yet. Kiko. 
<laughs> this is gonna be a surprise for me. A raccoon having a big slit. Shinji 16 is celebrating recently getting married. Not even Skoda's stupidity can dampen his spirits. Congratulations. Well, technically. Well, grandmother once said voting for the theme month tournament is everyone's duty. The Superman. Lane's World 25. POV, you fell for one of Miss Maggie's funny little jokes. They laced your drink with cyanide. <laughs> Not again! <laughs> that was wow, a great ending to Gen 4. Yeah, Gen 4 and fucking Cynthia's like, check out this! And we're like, ha 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 ha, what if it died? <laughs> Perish song. <laughs> this drink's so good, it tastes like almonds. <laughs> oh wait, that's arsenic, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how cyanide tastes. Hmm. Saraline. Timothy Fister. When I saw Dan Video Stones. <laughs> Fair. Don't disappoint the baby. Absolutely not. It's adorable. Yeah. Okay, it's so adorable. What if Klonoa was a lion and chainsawed Mickey Mouse in the face? Yes, that's the ticket. Yeah, yeah they should have been brave. They should bring this back for the uh for the for the new game. And he's like, why do I have to pay taxes? I'm a lion now. <laughs> <laughs> Crungle spum. Thank you very much <laughs> to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lord. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. I don't think I deal with Sora. It's Gene splicing himself in a Batman Beyond sort of situation. That's quite shway. And if you'd like to become a pod lord and become shway, you can go to our Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review podcast in which we review all of Bleach. Uh, extended armchair dev pitches and game permission permissions when the format of those shows forces to leave ideas on the cutting room floor and a patron exclusive show one a month where you can devote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about that's patreon.com slash gb podcast and if you don't have if you don't have any money it always helps us immensely to tell your friends host us on twitch during these events or just spread this twitch stream in general during on thursdays uh and if you don't have any friends you can hmm hmm <laughs> <laughs> You can join a huh? cult, and then uh, they'll be your friends. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Yeah. News! Whoa! I Technology! Got <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just get to the Unity stuff. Unity acquired some scummy ad delivery vessel that tries to install terrible mad malware on your system. Apparently, they are acquiring them for $4.4 billion after firing a couple hundred people last month. Pieces of shit. This is insane. I didn't oh, think God, Unity could just crash like this. Literally. <laughs> Apple literally had to change their rules and bust their ass because of this company. Yeah, to be clear, what has been kicking the shit out of Iron Source is Apple did the uh, app transparent, or, sorry, app tracking transparency framework, which had prevented companies from being able to skim tons of data from your other apps and other information about you in order to sell that data. Once they did that, the profitability of this company spiraled, just nosedive because they could no longer do that. 
And Unity's like, yeah, we would like that. So between that and the Weta acquisition and all these other things that don't make any fucking sense, it's like, oh, I knew this, the CEO, for people who don't know, John Riccatello, who <laughs> is the, like, former EA CEO. I didn't know he had a history of doing bad acquisitions and people point out, oh yeah, he did a ton during his duration at EA of oh. just like Oh yeah, that was that, that were... was what EA was most known for was buying studios people liked and then murdering them. And and the there were a ton that I didn't even know of that were massively unsuccessful. We're talking like they got into early mobile gaming shit that just went nowhere. So they bled money out the ass on that apparently. <sighs> This is a nightmare. Uh, we have some quotes in here. Feel, would you like to do a movie suit voice and read some of these quotes? <laughs> True. Ferrari and some of the other high-end car manufacturers still use clay in carving knives. It's a very small portion of the gaming industry that works that way. And some of these people are my favorite people in the world to fight, to work. Oh, to fight with? Mm. <laughs> to fight with. thought he said work. I thought he was saying... Uh, right. They're the most beautiful and pure, brilliant people. They're also some of the biggest fucking idiots. So this dude is literally what? saying that, that art is pointless and stupid if you don't relentlessly monetize it. I hope <sighs> this dude needs to be resolved. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could dither him. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, we need this to somehow terrible. get him into OB, Adobe Resolve. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, terrible, horrible, absolutely rotten because the quote largely is about people who don't engineer their games. If they're creating their games and not thinking about monetization, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. If their eyes aren't exclusively focused on profitability from day one. You'd think the last few years of games that aren't hyper-monetized being very successful would have changed his mind at all. You but his, his brain is so rotted to the core. It's funny because he only joined Unity in like 2019. So he really genuinely is the downfall of this company. He did not found Unity. I thought he was at least there for longer than that. He's That's only been insane. there for five or so years. God, I can go get so, the exact number. I feel like it's important to point out that for several, several years of his EA tenure, EA posted billion-dollar losses. So maybe this guy doesn't know as much about being profitable as he fucking thinks. Okay, he became CEO in 2014. Okay. He became CEO in 2014. But he didn't found the company. He took the company public in the last few years, if I remember correctly. And that's when the spirals started. This is a nightmare and sucks and I hate him. And this is on top of all of this stuff from previous weeks where we talked about, yeah, he's doing military contracts. God, what a fucking nightmare. Wow, the revenue's up 1.11 billion also, oh, and uh, oh, their also, operating income's down 531 million. Okay, sure. Anyway. Also, he's a sexual predator. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but... I mean, I mean he's, he's being sued by, one, by a vice president, a former vice president of Unity. Oh my god. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, that, that, allegedly, that allegedly. Real, but 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 and there are certain things in Travis Strikes case <laughs> that can't be they can't be put into a court of law, but we're not a court of law, so we can take care we can uh, consider them. Yeah, this sucks. 
He should team up with uh, Jeremy Seville, make a hilarious comedy. <laughs> <laughs> they should do it in a war-torn country that's very dangerous. Yeah, I think that would add to the realism. They should do that. Wait, what's that sound? Summoning raptor. <laughs> Co-host didn't get to hear me push the summoning raptors button anyways. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. I'm tired of talking about Unity being a trash pit. Unity is supposed to be this thing that's really easily accessible and helps bring up people who maybe aren't confident or ready to use Unreal Engine or have other reasons to not. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be. Something that somehow looks like it should have been the one that's acquired by China. <laughs> <laughs> and evil because of that, right? Because you hear paranoid people all the time. They're like, oh, the Chinese money's going to ruin Epic. They're going to get so scummy. And it's like, Unity's a million times worse right now. Yeah, it, 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 that, that take is always so weird and just people showing their racism in the most insane way. It's like, what is China going to do that American companies don't already? Yeah. Especially right now. Right? Like, they're really with I'm, the most of anything in the world. Yeah, now, now that companies are like, oh, sure, U.S. government, you can have all our data to, to prosecute people based on certain very sinister laws. Anyway, we're going to move on. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? No more here. No heroes allowed. And Loco Roco Midnight Carnival are coming to the Back Compat Classics this month on PS5. That's it. That's it. Those are good choices, but that's it. And I have the weirdest experience with No Heroes Allowed as a as a franchise. The only one I ever played was that Vita Free to Play one. Uh huh. But that one's great. I don't even know if I'll like this one, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it just seems like such weird, small games that no one knows uh, about. Like, what if there were bigger games? Like, say, <laughs> Ridge Racers or Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. Would that do anything for you? How about I type that in over here and then delete the post? One moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, I liked that. We have more. We're going to delete that. <laughs> yeah, it was only PlayStation Blog Italy who was like, Dino Crisis, Ridge Racers 2, and Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, never mind. I think the Soul Calibur... We weren't supposed to say that yet. Is another super strange pick of like, you have literally newer Soul Caliburs that are just better in every way. It is super strange, but i do want to play that one and i was surprised by how good it was when i did play it yes i think i value that as an addition about as much as i would tekken 5 dark resurrection on the psp but i'm glad they went with it instead of that because i've played a lot of tekken 5 dark resurrection on the psp and man those models don't look good when you look at them at even sharp video let alone running at higher resolutions like you're gonna see here yeah i if they give us tekken 5 dark resurrection we'll just be upset uh-huh because they need to get tekken 5 dark resurrection ps3 uh-huh like all the version was all the stuff yeah. over to modern consoles. well that doesn't have all this stuff that does there's no version that has the psp story mode thing yes it doesn't and, have the story mode but it has all the characters and the costumes but it doesn't have all the mini games of tekken 5 even so it's yeah. this weird stripped down arcade like experience it is not that i would kick it out of bed or anything no i will fucking that's a that is a good version of that game it's too fucking yeah. blurry though now, yeah. now, Dan, not to go back to Soul Calibur for a second. 
I thought he was going to say the test or LaQuisha. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, when you're going to show everybody Soul Calibur Legends, I don't think there's anybody on the internet better qualified than you. Uh, it's yeah. in one of those lists, and these fools voted against it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Pe because people didn't want to read the Demon Pits, so literacy was the true fall failing. It, isn't but... that in the We Ruined Everything, though? So, oh, so, so it, might it might still be still, with it, us? It might still be with us. It might still be. Yeah, I assume it's there. Yeah, I, I assume think, it's there. I think we ended up putting it Yeah, I don't know there. where else it would be. Uh, I swear to God, it was in a normal Demon Pit at some point, but then we made the category the We Ruined Everything. Because we were like, this, is, this seems like a theme across these Demon Pits. <laughs> that we just put him in there and then we're like yeah uh i don't know uh i i've been wanting to do that video for a long time because i didn't i didn't know anyone who owned that game yeah I've, <laughs> i think i've seen videos but i don't think i've ever played it yeah no i played like 10 minutes of it and i was like well i'm not gonna play anymore i will save this first impression for the internet you know, kind of like Devil's Third first impression was precious, and I wish the internet got to see that, but... Yeah. The important thing is you all need to see Devil's Third. That game is one of the funniest games I've ever played. Anyway. <sighs> Moving on from that. Uh, we didn't bring up when we brought up... And this is my fault, because I was the one who wrote in, Here's God of War Ragnarok's release date, you fucking freaks. <laughs> we didn't cover the fact the Collector's Edition, which is insane. It has all this shit with it, does not have a physical copy of the game. No. It has a digital that's copy. Actually, of the game. That's actually sort of common. A but lot here's, of those have Here's like that. the thing. Why is the street date the same if it's a fucking digital copy of the game? Yeah. Because I know. fuck you. <laughs> and it's basically. Right? It's like just guarantee that you will not play this on day one. I, I, I honestly wish that we would just do these cool collector's edition and be like, it doesn't have a game at all. You can just, right. Like that's after all of the years of the weirdness around these. Yeah, I, I'm tired of dealing with. Well, I, you have the collector edition order, so you just, it's gonna be late because mm -hmm. we're only yeah, shipping it from Nintendo really, or Sony. Right. It's. I would really. That that's why I don't buy these things because it's always like no, it's 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 actually sixty dollars more than however it says if you want to play it on launch day. Like if the, if that hadn't been the case, if that's why I didn't buy the Final Fantasy VII remake one. It's yeah. like, I don't yeah. want to spend an extra $60 to have it on launch day. Right, right, right. It, Especially yeah, since rough. they're usually like, you'll get it sometimes in the first six weeks of and launch. And it's like, cool, great. That's the level of committed I am, only giving that much of a shit. Definitely. That's why I'm dropping so much I, money. Right. I'd even, I'd even be okay with, this, with the digital thing if they emailed it to you. It's like, right. here's your, here's your yeah. code for your purchase. You will receive the actual physical components in so long which is fine i'm fine with that i do kickstarters right it's the same thing i just care that it's like we offered a digital copy of this game you have to wait until release date and it's like if you're lucky because some of these don't yeah make that um this game's huge <laughs> it's god of War ragnarok that thing's not what what is everyone on fiber yeah and also it's got it's sending you the sony ser servers the, aren't that good this <laughs> the steel book case for the game that you do not have a physical copy right of. it comes with the steel book for a game they don't give you a physical copy of it's so many layers of insane i meant to bring that up during that segment actually i didn't find out until afterward and then i felt bad that that was not brought up during that segment 
Uh, next news segment, because I think it's funny. Uh, Ken Akamatsu, as in Love Hina's Ken Akamatsu, has formed a team of select experts within the Legal System Subcommittee's digital rights team of the Bless Digital you. Archives Society to start working on the legal preservation of past games in a playable state. How did we let Japan beat us to this? They didn't even let people rent games. <laughs> And yet somehow they're going to be the people who makes the proper preservation mode for all the, they're like, why, why are we, I, why? I've, like, I've thought for years that, like, to, to sell software at all, mm. you should have to turn over the source code and all the assets to, like, a government archival agency. And the second your shit runs out of time on copyright or whatever, here it is. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That would be that great. That would also resolve, that could, would also resolve the process of, Mr. Government, we lost our own shit. Can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would actually be pretty good. That will be the first and last time we ever talk about Ken Akamatsu on a podcast. Probably. For reasons people might be typing into chat. I don't know. I don't read chat. Yep, not anymore. <laughs> KZ, what do you got going on? All right, my one piece of news that I picked up. Uh, last year, Konami delisted uh, some Metal Gear games. I think it was Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 from various mm. storefronts. Uh, they said as a part of the anniversary thing. Uh, they're doing stuff, but also those will be returning soon. So it looks like they figured out whatever they needed to figure out with them. Yeah, because it was for our archival footage in those, so they had to redo some licenses. Yeah, but on a oh, lot of stores, okay. I think it got fixed pretty quickly, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, this is exciting, though. It shows that they have an intent to release these games again in some way. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Those games should be available. Available. <laughs> that's my news. I'm done. Hey, Phil. Take over. Yeah. Okay. Activate it. Uh, Play, Play Asia listed Saga Frontier 2 for uh, Switch, PC, and PS4. That's okay. neat. Uh, yeah. That one is that one was sure uh, less finished than Saga Frontier One, so I wonder how they're going to handle that. Man, that's uh, that the only one's one. actually that one was a lot more. Uh, uh, what's the term? <laughs> Avant garde. No, no, no. It was actually much more sober than Saga Frontier in terms of what you do because they resolved the because in Saga Frontier, remember it had the, it has the insane like anime structure where. Each part of the story is an episode, but we don't tell you that, so it'll just cut to a splash screen for some reason, and then you'll be somewhere else. Yes. Uh, Saga Frontier 2 is like, okay, we're going through like a hundred years of this country. And you go, so you go through all these vignettes that usually have like, there's like three main characters. Mm -hmm. And it's going through their lives. Uh, the problem with the original game was unless you went really deep into a menu to see the timeline, uh, you could accidentally pick a vignette that was later in the timeline than the earlier ones. And when you got out of that one, the earlier ones would be gone. Oh, cool. Uh, so I assume, they will just cool. I assume they will just take that feature out entirely because that because they they made a lot of changes to Saga Frontier one because the uh, creator of the franchise is an executive at Square Enix. Yes. So it's pretty so cool. He makes, sure, he makes sure his baby gets taken care of. It's pretty cool that their dad gives them a $10 million loan. <laughs> uh, I also really, really hope that... I think Saga Frontier has much better... I mean, Saga Frontier 2 has much better art than 1. So I'm really hoping that they give it a, give it a Legend of Mana tier treatment 
because the Saga Frontier looked fine. It looked fine. But Saga Frontier 1 is not Saga Frontier 2. Saga Frontier 2 is probably one of the better looking games on the PS1. Yeah, I remember running the 2 back in the day and being like, this looks pretty nice. And when I saw how it looked like finally last year, I was like, what is, why? That's <laughs> yeah, they, st they stepped up a lot. <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah, that's really cool. I'm really excited about that. Uh, time to start blasting. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Dead or Alive creator Tomo Tomonobu Itagaki's new studio is focused on NFT games. God. Its debut title is a mobile and PC MMO called Warrior. I it didn't looks like dog shit. I didn't realize that's who made that. I just saw the footage and saw the game and went, yep, this looks like every other NFT game. Yeah, it's, it's really dire. It, it was really he, funny when he made his Twitter account and he was only following one one per, one account and it was an NFT game and oh. then he quickly unfollowed it. Man, God, yeah, dude, it, every it, one of these old old Japanese guys just doesn't get it. It's like it, it still hasn't set in that that's the doomed market. God, this this sucks. We made fun of the idea of just like. I don't know, Xbox buy gives them I a mean, baby studio, if, and that would have been better than this. That oh, would have yeah. been better. But, he, like, I understand why these, these Japanese boomers are falling into this, because they're probably not very online. Right. So, they have the double debuff of that and the language barrier, so they just don't see any of the, the shit at all. That They only see, like, the newspaper wrote, said, NFTs are the future. Like, they see, only get shit like that. So, I understand it from that angle, but, man, <laughs> this looks like dog shit. See, Tom, Tominoto is like, hey, Xbox, can you buy my studio? And they're like, sorry, Tominobu, we already have a studio full of sex pests and frat boys. We don't have room for any more. And he's like, but I was I was doing it first. <laughs> and then you were like, actually, I, uh, actually, we have the uh, Activision Blizzard court documents. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they have that right oh. to start. Then... <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, seeing this, uh, and then his other the studios are left in his wake after he left are now producing things. Yeah, it, it makes really you wonder. Is, it just is like, wow, yeah, wait. Oh, so God, you were just yeah. stopping them from all, making anything. Mm -hmm. All that we all that we need now to cast him into the fires forever is for Team Ninja to just make a Ninja Gaiden game. <laughs> fuck, fuck anything. Like, listen, Team Ninja. I don't care about like respecting the creator. First of all, he didn't fucking create that franchise. No, not um, at all. Just, just fuck him. Just do it. Yeah, I know it'll be fine. It can even. It doesn't have to be the same. It can be. A, it can be a new take on it. I'm sure it will be fine. Your games feel and play good. Mm -hmm. I mean, they uh, they did three without him. Like that was fully past the split. So I yeah. don't know what the fear is, other than three didn't do well because you rushed it out and didn't have it, more than one <laughs> weapon in it. Three didn't do well because you <laughs> fucked it up. Have you tried not fucking it? Up? Oh yeah, and you also made a giant online mode for no reason. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, I'm a boomer. I don't know. And mm. finally, uh, New Skate is a free-to-play game with service game with microtransactions. Uh, the, the director, the director did a really, really copy statement of like, it's still good, it's still good, it's still good, it's still good. Uh, to which I respond, to which I respond, bro, it's five years away. Nothing you say matters at this point. Because they're, they're like, no, we're still really early. This thing ain't going to be happening soon. 
Uh, they said microtransactions will focus on cosmetics and convenience, which is the which is the time bomb. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? <laughs> usually, when usually when somebody says that, it means our game's a fucking hellacious grind unless you pay us. And it's I like I get it because skateboards grind. <laughs> they're they're gonna be doing microtransactions and early access. Yeah, I know. And it's right? just like, do you realize those two things combined with what you're making is just gonna kill this right out of the gate? Like it's done. Yeah, like EA does not have good records with this kind of game other than Apex. And, yeah. and they're and they're and they're frankly satanic ultimate team shit, which, which should one hundred percent be made illegal. And, yes. uh, I can't, and I can't even give them credit for Apex. The, the people at Respawn did an ancient yeah, ritual re- respa- years ago to give them perfect success. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. almost like it's almost like when you ha- have people who are competent and that have a boss that doesn't let executives come in and fuck it up. Uh, by the by, by the way, Rocket Arena already dead. No more updates. Too few players to even get a match. Knockout City basically dead. Almost no Twitch viewers. Lots of posts about people not being able to get a match. So the two they've released in the past two years are already both dead. But this is what could make them infinite money. They can't stop. Yeah. God, it's Escape, it's so... Escape Four will bring my father back. Unfortunately, they decided to just call this oh, Skate. No. Yeah, they said this isn't Skate 4. They said the thing, and this is part of why I cannot be positive on this. They said the exact same shit EA said about uh, the Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Oh, they no. Said this, they said the exact same Come thing. This, is, this isn't this is Skate 4. It's Skate 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10, which is oh, the no. exact... Oh, fuck which me! Is the, which is the exact thing Bioware said about that MMO, where it's not KOTOR 3, it's KOTOR 3, 4, 5, 6, blah, blah. How do... I'm like... How did Exact just not get it? We want the next one. We don't want an infinite time sink. A nightmare. Is- and with EA in charge of it, it's like, why should I get involved in this? It's just gonna be gone in two years. Yeah. You're you know. just you're just if if it isn't instantly as successful as fucking Apex, you're just gonna pull the plug. One disadvantage of doing this with a visual element is people can watch it. Oh, Dan's not quiet because he's bored. He's quiet because he's full of fucking rage. <laughs> if he talks, he's just going to start yelling at a person who isn't there. And I said this on Twitter. I need to say it again now. If you own an Xbox or ever intend to own an Xbox, go buy those backwards compatible games because I do not put it past DA to, to get the brain disease where they go, these are cutting into our profits from the new thing. Delist them. The funny thing is that one of them already is digitally delisted, but works off the disc. Yeah, if I remember correctly, one of the two skates game skate games that is back compat works disc only. So it's like, sorry, sorry, they absolutely just don't give a fucking shit. You have to wonder if anything will change from the backlash to this. Probably not. No, no. it just seems like they're stuck on this. That's how it got greenlit. There, it's, it's, there's nothing changing. They've decided that they're not going to be able to to sell seventy dollar copies of this new skate. So they're going, to even though it. they would, even though they wouldn't, it'd hit five million easy if it was even remotely good. Yeah, and it wouldn't kill the people making it, and it would be a huge PR win. But but that doesn't matter because they would rather burn all of that. Imagine if you had like twelve children, and Satan was like. <laughs> Every time you shoot one of these ch- 12 children in the head, you have a 1% chance of getting a billion dollars. <laughs> and EA, EA is nine children deep and is like, no, well, this can still pay off. Yes. I'm with them. Keep rolling, buddy. 
It's gotta work eventually, right? <laughs> God, that's a I, 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 Like, I really think this this next gen is gonna be the gen where a lot of where Ubisoft and EA specifically, and maybe Activision, I don't know, that one's still up in the air, will just reach this point where they're not shipping anything because they're so broken internally. Yeah. Yeah, it's very where it's, clear. Where it's like or it's like executives want to monetize everything, which inevitably massively bloats the scope of this game and all their choices on what games to do it on don't take there's like they're like arguing over how to structure it and it's like what is this is this going to be like a giant buck wild open world city where i have to deal with seeing a million people constantly like yeah, what form the- does skate the service game take right yeah. it's not even the way i want to experience skate i want to be able to just play it myself yeah, on, on these on these big, big publishers just floundering and not releasing anything anymore. I've genuinely had concerns that the last big retail game that Ubisoft's putting out that isn't Skull and Bones is that Mario Rabbids thing, and then they just start flatlining. There, yeah. th- we got a rumor today that there's supposed to be an Assassin's Creed this year. That, that's what do you one mean this year? year? Months months yeah, this year. But from the way it's the, the rumor is that it stars somebody from the previous game. So if it happens, yeah. I bet it's DLC. They turned into a real game. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah, thing we talked rumor. about on Big Think months ago, where it's spinning off on another character. It's going to be like the older ones again in like Baghdad. This year is the part that shocks me, right? Yeah. I mean, well, you yeah, could have lost money. Yeah, the last I heard is they're at least announcing it in September. Yeah, they are supposed to do that. I don't know if it's this year, but announcing it this year. Wow. Uh, Honestly, at this point, I'm just I'm just bracing myself for the reveal that Dragon Age Four and Mass Effect Four will somehow have live live service elements. Like, I don't see EA being smart enough to not just pull the trigger on that, even though the they just made them do Anthem, which they killed. Right. Like I like I don't see them having even the because they they could they couldn't in, internalize that nobody who wants skate wants this, so I have no faith that they can't internalize. No people who really like stories and characters and building the story around their main cool character who gets to make choices. People don't want a million other Commander Shepherds running around the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> Me having a giant penis doesn't feel as cool when I know all these other guys have giant penises. Unironically, yes. Yes, literally. <laughs> uh, God damn. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a all lot. my news. That 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 was some of the worst news of the week. Hey, Bob, let's start with your last thing. Sure. Just to, just to we need yeah, again, something simple, easy. We don't have to think. Genesis Mini Two. Is actually Ooh. coming to North America. It's out October 27th. It's only going to be sold to Amazon for $103.80, which I think is a very strange price point. That is an incredibly strange price point. That seems like determined by a formula and not a human. Yes, because I guess this is the same exact launch day as the Japanese version. Oh. So I assume this is literally the end translation of that price or something to that effect. Oh. That's my only guess as to why it's such a weird number. That's interesting. They were going to... Um... If I remember correctly, they were gonna—they were talking about prioritizing Japan again. 
like supply wise. Yeah. And it's like, but the Genesis was popular here. What are you doing? We don't care. Yeah, don't, it was, it was much more popular. Well, we're, we're Sega. So <laughs> every choice is wrong. <laughs> Some people say you have a 50-50 chance. If you if if you were like if you asked me feel what vi what Japanese video game company is the most nationalistic? I go Sega. <laughs> it'd, be it'd be frame one. <laughs> no one I could mean, argue. To be fair, if you distill the fucking meetings between Sega of Japan and Sega of America back in the day into just one scene it's the equivalent of sega japan going you idiot what use are my keys without my car <laughs> they sincerely oh. don't know they don't know but hey bob what what's gonna come on this do we know this has some sega cd games so we yes get, that is the hype thing on this mansion of hidden souls what what I, the yeah, fuck is I that? I don't know. Uh, Shining Force CD. I've been watching Sega Lord X for like seven years. How do I? I've never heard of this game. What right. is this thing? <laughs> uh, Silphied. Yeah. In Sonic CD. Silphied type, Shining Force CD type, Sonic CD, Sonic CD. What the hell is that last thing? I don't know. And then, of course, they'll have Genesis games. We get Afterburners 3, Alien Soldier. Which Alien Soldier is really nice. great. Nice. V visual <laughs> shock. Yes. Ban Bonanza, Bonanza, Bonanza Brothers, Wanted Dead or Alive. <laughs> that's like one of those shoot the balls and they become smaller balls games, right? Yes, I believe that's that one. Okay. Night Striker, The Ninja Warriors. Ooh. <laughs> Again? Uh, Bob, no, just Bob, once. I'm sorry. That's The Ninja Warriors. I'm not sure that's an ooh. <laughs> I, have you seen the original? It's been a long time, so probably I don't remember too well. Uh, lightning Force? Uh, uh, I assume that's a shooter. Yeah, probably. Probably. Outrunners. Yes. <laughs> the Ooze. Rainbow Island Extra? Uh, Rainbow that would Island's be the cool. sequel to Bubble Bubble. For oh. anyone who's unaware, that's what Rainbow Island is. Rolling Thunder 2. I believe that's another top-down shooter. Yeah, top-down shooter. Uh, Shining in the Darkness. Sonic 3D Blast, Splatterhouse mm. 2. <laughs> you take a. You, you, right. Yeah, you have hey, to deal with something. Sonic 3D Blast is fine. It's, it's, <laughs> Let's go, baby. It's neat. It's got some songs that eventually show up at other Sonic games. Super, and are better there. Yes, of course. <laughs> Super Hang On. Yeah. Vector Man 2. No. Did, yes. Didn't you, no. Didn't you gaslight aggro into thinking this game didn't exist? <laughs> it was really well, good and it lasted about 15 seconds as I watched him grapple with, wait, what if Vector Man isn't real? <laughs> <laughs> in Virtual Racing, and that is all of the Genesis games. So the Virtual Racing is interesting because that relied on the Sega SVP right. chip. Uh, which is their equivalent of the FX chip, and they only used it on, like, one game ever. Feel <laughs> uh, and I are mixing up Bonanza Brothers and Buster Brothers, I believe. Yes, uh, we ba are. Bonanza Brothers oh. is the thing where you're the two robbers. And okay, you go I thought it was, slowly. but I was like, they probably know better. <laughs> See, I, I was like, yeah, it's the thing Feel said, and then I immediately went, wait, no, it's the robbery game, isn't it? And I had to Google it real quick. But yeah, no, it's that one. Which has shown up on like every emulation collection of Sega games ever, right? And I don't know a single person who loves that, that game. Game is so bad. I, I guess I guess you better try it just to see it, so they stop gaslighting you. Like no, you I've, already, filter. I've already tried it twice and gotten the trophy, so I could get those platinums uh, because of course. Uh, uh. Uh, and then it has bonus games, which I assume are arcade titles, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, Fantasy Zone. 
Fantasy okay. Zone kicks ass. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Star Mobile. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know either. So there's a lot of stuff in here. That's, That's neat. That's neat. This is this seems like a pretty decent package. Right. Um is this everything though? Uh that's all they confirmed. They could add more. Okay. They could add more. Yeah, Sega CD is pretty lacking. Only four games. Right. We're Sewer Shark. Star Star Mobile seems to be this bizarre like puzzle game that that I cannot figure out how it works. Oh fuck that piece of PC engine puzzle yeah. game. Yeah, there's there's also a sharp X6, you know, 8 8000 version of it. Okay. God damn it, Star Mobile. Yeah, now I know what it is. I've never Yeah, like Star Mo like mobile as in the shit that hangs over a baby's cradle. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing that. What yeah, you world? balance you balance the stars on the different things and it's yeah, that's quite a, quite the extra. What a choice. <laughs> Fingers on the pulse <laughs> of the Sega community. All right, I guess I'll move on unless you No. Talk. Okay. No, I'm good. Uh we they announced Kirby's Dream Buffet a couple days ago. Mm. It comes out this summer. It's a weird racing game where you play as a rolling Kirby. Um, and yeah. stuff. So it's like the buffet game from Superstar, except for you roll around in the 3D environment and pick it all up. Seems cool. That's neat. And you're big. You are. Yeah, you I saw big. multiple people say it's basic. It, it looks like uh, Kirby Fall Guys. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that everywhere. <laughs> I think it's only four player though, and it does seem like you're going through descript, like distinct courses that have a beginning and end. Yeah, that's yeah. what so the, I, the trailer I, looked yeah, like. It, yeah. It it looks nice. I'm curious how sober the pricing will be because I think they said it's going to be physical too. Oh, I didn't. Ex- oh, that's. I didn't that's expect the physical card. Oh, I'm a little. I'm a little worried they're going to be like it's sixty dollars. Were they doing this weird stealth reveal and launch later this summer? I hope not, but who knows? There's Nintendo. They're crazy. Yeah, because they they put out a lot of Kirby games, even on Switch, of just yeah. smaller form stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of shocking they're doing a physical version, but sometimes they've done reduced t- price uh, physical, so I'll hope. Also, also that tweet could just be wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, entirely possible. Um, we found out that multiverses. This is that DC slash Scooby Doo fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the open beta starts on July 26. So that's fully open. Like everyone can play it. Like, cool. All coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One series, the series consoles. <laughs> In PC, I hate the way I have to talk. Yeah, about Yeah, no, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, all this progress you make in the beta will transfer to the full game. This is basically the launch, and they're just cool. letting everybody play. It's free to play. Very excited. Oh yeah. Uh, now, now, announce, now, 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 announce Gus Frank. Mm-hmm. Do it, <laughs> do it, coward. Yeah, we, we made a, we made a blood pact of mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that if Gus Fring is in this game and it's not a funny meme image somebody made, I will drop a hundred dollars on microtransactions day one. That's important. Yep. That's that's our that's our big three, right? Gus Fring, uh, Walter White, and Ted Lasso. <laughs> I hate you. Can I you genuinely despise you with every I'm just imagining like I'm just imagining like the Smash Brothers win animation for Ted Lasso. <laughs> this is a great result screen you he got like, here. He smiles he, and looks he, at the camera, right? No, he, he like slaps the sign. Yeah, that's I was gonna say above. that's that's the alternative one. He leaps up and slaps the results screen. <laughs> God, 
they did confirm some other gameplay modes. It's going to have the, the one they talked about already, of course, the, the two-on-two mode. But there's also free-for-all mm-hmm. and one-on-one. And I was like, okay, thank God. There's regular yeah. game modes for Smash Bros. gaming here. Yeah, cool. Um, <sighs> Rumblefish 1 and 2 are coming to console this winter. I uh, barely know what, what, what these is, are. What yeah, the yeah, what is fuck this? is Rumblefish? Rumblefish is a... 2D arcade fighter game made by Dimps in 2004 and 2005. Oh my god. <laughs> they, to promote this, put out the anime cutscene that was made back in those days that has a Boom Boom satellite song playing over it. Oh, that's pretty hype. <laughs> you give uh, me hype. But it's 2004 anime. Oh my god. That's the most quintessential 2004 looking anime I've seen since then. Yeah, remember anime hit the 7th gen before 7th oh, gen consoles. This, so. sh- this shit looks like Air Master and not in a good way. No, <laughs> not in a good way at all. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> so that's neat. Is this is the it came to mm-hmm. console I think on the PS2, but it hasn't been there since. Dims uh, put out a statement of like, yeah, we're glad to have this happen. Three G O O is bringing it, or reporting it, and it sounds like they're putting it worldwide. Three goo, three goo, yeah. <laughs> All right, which is weird because they typically publish stuff in Japan only. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is going to be a little bit them stepping out of that. Yeah, the. Give, great, give me more weird fighting games from the two aughts. Why not? You know, sure. I got I got PTSD. I thought um, when I read this, it was Dimps. My brain misconnected and thought aiding. And I'm like, no, I, I got my full. I got my fill. I don't need more broken aiding games. I'm good. Yeah. No, we always need more broken aiding no, games. No, DNF is enough for now. Um, E3 will return. Technology. <laughs> In, two, in 2023, it's going to be back, guys. All right. They All got right. an in-person event they're putting together with Pop, Reed Pop, who did does packs currently. They do a lot of different packs. They did the Star Wars celebration as well. They do big events like this. Can you imagine being an oracle who tells Tycho and fucking Gabe, in the future, the people who run packs will run E3, and they're just like, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine Tycho and Gabe being Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> but this is exciting. They they say that they're going to do that in-person event, that they want to have the the groundbreaking reveals and all that big stuff. Mm-hmm. If they can I achieve this, that. I would love for everything to be under one banner again. I know that Jeff Keighley's also doing the Summer Gaming again next year. He's already announced that. So it's the people who arrange... Packs versus <laughs> Jeff Keighley. Right. I hope that they just both go at the same time, like they come to some agreement, like shake yes, hands, please. work together. Because I feel like Jeff knows. Yeah. He knows this sucks. Yeah. I mean, you you say that, but then he ended his thing with The Last of Us One. Yeah. It's okay. It was totally a big reveal and really cool until people spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't something that, that people were stupid upset not, for months. Stupid Nine PlayStation months before blog. it came out. Stupid PlayStation I, blog. It was because that post went up that morning. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe the Last of Us 1 reveal was spoiled there and not 10 years ago when the game came out. Yeah, how was I supposed to know that they made a game before 2? I know, right? 
I thought it was yeah. just a franchise that made one really terrible video game. Yeah, Pers Persona and Fallout started at three. <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Yeah, the pause was perfect. <laughs> what about it, Bob? Uh, what about GameStop? They launched their NFT program. Please be excited. Oh, let me check. Somebody made a tracker for that. Let me check it right now. Keep going. I'll dig it up. <sighs> That's why, it. That's why, all I got to say. It's, why are they having an NFT program? Because they're why insane. They? Uh, they, you know what? I was never going to bring this up on Big Thing, but you fucking seen the LimeWire thing? Oh, God. That was Come insane. Yes. Remember mm -hmm. back in the day when you downloaded music and burned it with your cool, like, high schooler, middle schooler friend, and it was great. LimeWire is so cool. Well, now it's back, and we sell music NFTs, and you're going to do a dance in your living room with the same friend. Oh, my God. And buy music NFTs. Because this oh ad was God. made by a human. No one's going to do that ever. No one. Yeah, no humans these, at least. There might be slime all monsters. These, <laughs> all these fucking in it, all these all this metaphor shit boils down to what if shopping online was way more inconvenient? What if, man? Remember how you used to get cool stuff for free using LimeWire? What if you got nothing for money using <laughs> LimeWire? <laughs> Really? Oh, oh, I can do that? Wow. That's stupid. Uh, and of course, my my last thing, the biggest thing of the week as far as I uh, as, as far as I think, we already covered Rumblefish. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Bob, stop looping your news. So, uh, just on a random Wednesday morning, Tendo's like, "Here's your Bayonetta 3 trailer. Game comes out October 28th." <laughs> There you go. It's like, it feels so much like there should be a Nintendo Direct. It it seems insane that there wasn't one. But hey, this this trailer is pretty cool. I think it's yeah. kind of a mess to cut between gameplay and story bits poorly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of neat like, stuff in it. Yeah, it wasn't elegant the way it's like, we're going to fade out and we're done now. Yeah, it's like, Here's yeah, something else. we move on to the next thing. We yeah. move on to the next thing. We move on to the next thing. And it's like, man, this seems like it should have been too... Maybe three trailers over the course of a few well, months instead of one trailer three months before you come out. Right? It, Nintendo's yeah. insane. I don't know how they keep this up. Right? Uh, but it, we saw a lot of cool things. We saw multiple different Bayonettas. Mm. We got like weird pirate Bayonetta who's all yeah. scarred up and yeah. has a giant train. Mm -hmm. We got Tobey Maguire Bayonetta. Yeah, Tobey Maguire Bayonetta, of course. Mm -hmm. The essential. And we see the new playable character, Gloria, who looks like she's from that 2010 isn't, reveal of... Is uh, her name Viola? Double, oh, is... Yeah. Viola. My God, I wrote it down wrong. I'm yeah, an idiot. Like, like Viola, <laughs> like, uh, like, like, the, Zone of the were, like Zone I, of the Andrews. I thought yeah. you were comparing Gloria. I thought you were like, oh, she looks like the Gloria from DMC4. I'm like, no, no, she doesn't, Bob. <sighs> she I was, really she was wearing blackface, right? <laughs> that is Gloria is that one, right? Yes, or is that, okay. that is... That is yeah, I just yeah, don't remember yeah, Spoilers that for is, Devil May Cry 4. <laughs> yes, that is Trish in blackface. <laughs> um, but yeah, Viola, who looks like she's from the 2010 reveal of the Devil's Third. Yeah, I, I said that she has like a very Suda 51 like energy to her. Where it's like she feels like she could have she feels like she could be fuck uh 
What is that bitch's name? I'm trying to remember the 2010 reveal of Devil's Third. <laughs> Had all the guys in like leather jackets and it was a, the same giant katana on their back running around. Okay. Huh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, like yeah. she she could pop out and be like, I'm I'm in, in like lollipop chainsaw two and be like, I'm Juliet Starlight's rival. Yeah, her face is covered in a obscene amount of makeup. <laughs> like it has all sorts of tons of eyeliner, her hair is ten different she, colors. She's just edging into Bowie territory, that's all. Yeah. You, yeah, there's like Bowie and like yeah. Travis touchdown energy to it. Yeah, because yes. she's got like a graphic tee on under a coat yeah i saw some comparisons with drew from the canceled uh, what was it Scalebound. uh-huh yeah yes and i thought that was funny too because i was like who the fuck is drew <laughs> which is a fair <laughs> question i didn't know he had a name are you kidding me neither people were like drew and i'm like drew scanlon looks nothing like that i have no <laughs> idea drew carey host of the price of the <laughs> but yeah we see her do neat stuff like she's got a, a giant uh, Cheshire doll she summons. It's like mm -hmm. a big cat monster. And yes. she also does a grapple hook thing. Yes. So I'm assuming she has that instead of a double jump. Yeah. Um, it's cool. They kind of cool. they kind of ended up sort of also going into the territory of what if multiple cool characters to play as. And I'm like, I like this direction a lot more than two. Thank you. Yeah, where there's like, here's the other character to play is it's a little kid who runs away. It's like, why did you even make this playable? Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I actually forgot about playing that part. Oh, yeah, that was... And then they had all sorts of hack-baked characters that you, you could play in the multiplayer mode. And it's like, why did you do this? I don't <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, this trailer looked cool as hell. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It had a bunch of things that made me even more confident in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still yeah, not I buying mean, it I'm, I'm, <laughs> for anyone who's curious, but I'm excited to see this man play it. <laughs> I'm 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 really glad at how different it looks. It's like it's like no, because I love Bayonetta one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was clearly held back a little by not having that much money. Yeah, there's there's that, that element of it, and it's like. Seventh gen disease, so the frame rate's real bad. Keep in mind, played the PS3 version, right? <laughs> but yeah, then yeah. uh, then Bayonetta 2 is Bayonetta 2. So I'm really happy that's like, no, this game has lots of look, it looks like it has a lot of content and different things and cool new things. I'm mm -hmm. glad that I, I'm glad that I. I'm glad that I have to eat crow on every cruel joke I made comparing it theoretically to Devil May Cry 5. Like, I'm glad it looks like it can it can fight back at all. Right. Yeah, I still, I wish that this franchise wasn't held back by the Switch. Like, that sucks. Yeah. It'll, it'll just it, well, never be able to scale that it, it'd be cool to have. Something is interesting. Every cutscene in that trailer, 60 frames per second, are aiming for it. Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah, that is something every Bayonetta is 30 and 60. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe they are leaving that headroom for the Switch 2. <laughs> maybe. Either that or they just go, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Even the last time we saw this game, I'm pretty sure the giant kaiju fights and other stuff were like, like that last trailer from a while ago mm -hmm. was uh, 30, I think. But yeah, maybe. it's been a while. Pretty sure. The shots of, you know, Lappy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh no, they're humans or human-like. And I'm like, is, are we going to have Chimera? Are we going to have some sort of dark hero with a Vocaloid song show? 
if you just have to kill the main character of Astral Chain, yes. is they a pose at the camera? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no, that that would be it. Would be fantastic if we could take the stuff from Astral Chain and just escort it out of that game. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really happy. This yeah. seemed like a really good direction to take this in because as as Phil mentioned on Twitter, there were rumors going at some point. Uh-huh. There was like they're all going to aim to try to be like Astral Chain and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, no." I, I, I right? heard that from a really credible source and I was like, "Good fucking god, no." Yeah, I don't need I don't need platinum action games to run at under 30 frames per second. I enjoy I, Astral Chain's big hub cities where you go and do a bunch of things, but I don't think that's what Bayonetta needs at all. No, they need to get as far away from that as they can. They really do. So, yeah, this is, this is good news. Yeah. They also showed off a mode where you can censor the game. <laughs> yeah, what was the name I of think that? I, it's called Naive Angel Mode, and I think it's really goofy to put this in an M-rated game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely it's, like, it's one of those, the vagina those bones things, disappear it's one of those things where it's like every use case of this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's like your child shouldn't be playing an m-rated game be a better parent um now nah, fuck that guy why are you playing this on the bus <laughs> because you're bad why are you why are you playing this in the living room with your parents because you don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> why are you patrick klepek <laughs> do you ever just think about not being patrick klepek all the time it's really yep. easy i think i'm yeah, doing I, great I wake up and go no and <laughs> not this time uh we have one more piece of news that just came in oh no yeah. uh CyberConnect 2 announced fuga melodies of steel 2 that was the the furry oh, yeah. child tank game from last yeah. year where you had to shove children into the soul grinder if you weren't good enough at it mm -hmm. yeah I'm surprised we're getting a two. Yeah, I was like, why is there yeah. a two? <laughs> I I think it I, I know they were like, no, I think they were like, this didn't do as good as we wanted, but also we fucked up the launch real bad to the point I think it got taken down on places in a couple a couple places. It's, it's yeah. like no, this this like, has Yeah, on PlayStation it had serious technical problems where the, it could not be listed. Yeah, so and so that really damaged the launch, but I guess it I guess it had a good enough tail despite that that they were like we can probably make money with a sequel. Plus, I imagine it'll be mostly the same assets and iterative, so it'll probably be much cheaper to develop than a whole new game. Probably. Yeah, that's sad. I was hoping that they would... We'd get something more like the older ones of those games before like they became a, weird child killer games. Like <laughs> Sol uh, Sol Solito Robo and uh, like uh, Tel Concerto? Yeah, just where it plays more like a, a platformer. I they, they said they were working on several games in this series a while back, so we might still be getting that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about two depression tank games in a row. That seems weird. What if uh, you got really depressed? I may, I, I have plenty of friends who really enjoyed the first one, so that's cool. I personally haven't tried it, so I'll have to see. Maybe the story like really hits. I always get I always get Tel Concerto mixed up with Steambot Chronicles, which fair. I feel is fair, even though one is one is. And I always remember Steambot Chronicles Japanese name, which is uh, Bumpy Trot. Well, damn. Welp. That's it for the news.
we did it. We survived another week of unity news. <laughs> Barely. Hopefully that will cease. That is the goal. In the next week, I'm very excited to play Klonoa 2 tomorrow. We're also going to be doing the voting mm-hmm. for the death tournament, which is coming to a conclusion. So people need to be on top of this. Yes. I think it's four more rounds of voting. They will not necessarily be relegated to a day each because they get really short. Yeah. And then the cycle resets and the second month is chosen. Beware. During our... Now, now chat, mm-hmm. I need you to do your job and vote for Sonic. And Dan and Bob, I need you to not hope that doesn't happen because if Sonic dies at any point, I'm switching to evil. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry a lot of people are pulling for armored core i've been seeing it i've been really surprised the sonic fans have something to fear yeah those armored core fans are crazy they're crazy they're they've, been, they're, they've been locked up in a cage for 10 years <laughs> uh but yeah during tomorrow's stream uh you know you, 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 as i mentioned last week Catterdays was Klonoa. But we're doing Klonoa 2 this Friday, which makes you wonder, what what is Catterday going to be? So we have a stream goal for Blinks the Time Sweeper. Anyways, that's what we've got no. going on in the next week. Uh, and of course, no. Pokemon Days. We're finally at 5th Gen yeah, now. 5th Gen, be excited. 5th Gen Pokemon is very exciting. I have to remember 152 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like Emolga, and this dude is going to draw like a thick Rattata. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Emolga seems well fed. <laughs> he is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for 5th Gen. I'm not excited for dealing with the 3DS capture unit again. I uh, yeah. fucking hate that thing. But 5th Gen is so great. And I'm, uh, you know, 4th Gen and the remaster playthrough was really depressing. But it was a pretty, really great moment when we perish song that bitch's strongest Pokemon. <laughs> We're like, oh, did you plan on one-shotting me a bunch of times in a row? I feel so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. But uh, aside from that, I think that's it. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we took a wi- uh, break from the weekly beating for this week, you know. Just needed one week off from the weekly beating. Maybe we'll bring it back next week. Who knows? The 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 mild hiatus may continue. <laughs> God, uh, the sicko just would be like, no, tonight, tonight <laughs> after this. Yeah. I hey, mean, to be, f- to be fair, I've been in the mood for Soul Calibur for a while now. Ooh. I would I would love yeah. to play some Soul Calibur Six. Got to got to keep up that streak for uh, multiverses. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, that's it. Uh, KZ, what do you have going on? I'm finally going to play through those Spyro games so I can understand. I'm also running a goal for Klonoa. Nice. Um, be- because everyone told me to go play that. Um, people I follow and I'm mutuals with, but I barely talk to, just DM'd me when the game launched saying, buy Klonoa. <laughs> That's literally that, the was... first DM that I've had from fucking Games Cage over on Twitter. Oh, okay. Just told was... me, buy Klonoa and posted a picture of him. <laughs> That's he funny. Who's a Wahoo sweep. First yes. game to sell Wahooillion copies. Yeah. Yes. So I will, in fact, buy it uh, cool. if people pay me way above the uh, asking price of the game to stream it as well. Are you going to eat Quinoa while you play Klonoa? 
Uh, no, I don't know how to cook things that, that don't come in a can. I was terrified. I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty, he I'm pretty basically sure, I'm pretty sure you can get pre-made yeah. quinoa. I was uh, like, I thought he was going to end the set to death. Oh, well, he basically did. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, quinoa is very complicated. You need to watch that thing way too many times. You think you're done? You're not done. Keep watching. Because apparently that's the number one way people fuck up cooking quinoa. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you need to wash it way more than any other grain. You know why? Why is that? Ooh. It's an ancient grain, but it's not actually a grain. It's actually more of a bean, but whatever. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ancient grainlians. <laughs> ancient grainlians. Do you fight those in Bayonetta uh, 3? <laughs> God, that would be so good. The villain of Bayonetta 3 is the ancient aliens history channel fucking narrator. I mean, there's a dude in the trailer who should have been voiced by him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's real good. <laughs> you smash my banana, I'll smash yours. Anyways, uh, was that it, Casey? Yeah. Okay. Casey's <laughs> gonna eat quinoa from a can. <laughs> uh, no, never. <laughs> good. Quinoa from a can's probably terrible. <laughs> and it's probably like a grape. It just tastes like. <laughs> this tastes like what is a copper and tomatoes. <sighs> that that's poisonous or something anyways hey 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 feel feel uh summoning raptors i will continue streaming nirvana initiative and seeing how mentally ill this poor this poor man can become because uh he is really going through it he is <laughs> he is really going through it <laughs> i need to know is this like an, an adult or are you playing a high schooler he's I thought this motherfucker was like 14 in the uh -huh. pre-release things, but no, he's just a twink. He's 23. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a minor. He's just a twink. My, Get him. My my favorite thing was watching Feel stream, getting introduced to him and going, oh no, he wears hand warmers. Okay. He does not wear hand warmers. It's worse. <laughs> He uh, he wears one of the he wears one of those sweaters that has a, a spot for your thumb and goes a little bit over your hands underneath his jacket. He wears it. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> uh, he's a, he sounds like a really cool guy. I hope I'm I, I, I'm as cool as him someday. I'm, I'm I re, I'm I really like how the previous protagonist Kaname Date is the saddest little pathetic cringe man in possibly fiction, and they were like. The new guy will be just as cringe, but in an entirely different way. That's very bold of them. <laughs> yeah, brave writing all the time. It's very, very smart, man. Someday I'm going to slip and fall and end up in an Uchikoshi pile. <laughs> That's oh, kind of scary, actually. <laughs> It'll be like, this is Punchline's fault. God damn you, weeaboots. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of patron support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to all sorts of cool things. For example, we have a movie. <laughs> There's a movie over there. You can get that. You can also get Gamer Premonitions extras and Armchair Devs extras if you go over there uh, sometimes. Yeah, please support the channel. Goodbye.